Deep dog. Yes, sir. You know those Amazon vouchers you got for Christmas? Um, yes. Yeah. Can I make a suggestion as to where you might want to spend them? Uh, Tesco's? Nope. I did. Coke? Uh, what? (laughs) That's not a place. I was naming companies. (laughs) (laughs) Can I name one? Um, I'm not sure if that is allowed under our advertising rules. Go on then. Can I suggest that you spend those vouchers at maturegamerpodcast.com slash Amazon? It it sends you over to your full-on normal Amazon. When you spend your money on there, the podcast gets a little slice of what you spend, which allows us to continue putting together this highly professional, top-quality broadcast that people at home are listening to right now. A fine little slice. Small slice. You know, like when you cut a pizza and they do it slightly wrong and you get that bit that's... Not even really a slice. It doesn't. It's not even wide enough for a full piece of pepperoni on it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with what you mean. I call yeah. them pizza chips. Yeah, I have them in a carton on their own. Yeah, cut one of them into about eight pieces, and that's the small slice we get of what you spend on Amazon. A niblet, then. Yeah, a pizza niblet of Amazon money is what we get if you spend on Amazon via maturegamerpodcast.com slash Amazon. So any amount. Any amount, we get a pizza niblet of it. Even a penny. Even a penny, and it doesn't cost you any extra to do. So it's just basically helping the show with what you would have done anyway. I can't think of a reason not to do it. Welcome to episode 101 of the Mature Gamer Podcast. I'm Kev, and with me this week, we've got Sheepdog, Anna and Bouncy. Say hello, boys and girls. Hello, everyone. How Orwellian. What's Orwellian? What, episode 101? You lost me. Know, yeah. The reference <laughs> to 1984 by George Orwell. Well, it's not episode 1984. <laughs> That's years away. Uh, it's, it's episode 101. Room 101 is like a room of eternal punishment. Bouncy. And, and Bouncy. The door's over there, mate. He knows where the door is. He was here last week. Yeah. Is it weird doing it without him sat? I'm actually sat on your chair, Bouncy. You should have said earlier. I thought something was different about the room. And it's because Bouncy's not here. Yeah. I weren't even at the door last week. You were. You were in the other room. No, I wasn't. Where was I? Where was I? You passed through. You smoked in the garden. I wasn't. You were on for a bit. Because I, yeah. I remember you being there for a bit. In the breakfast show bit for about yeah, an hour. Yeah, but did Daddy get to say hello? No. Did I get to say goodbye? No. He told you to. No, he didn't. He told me, yeah, you were doing 24 hours. So you only did 23 hours and 50 minutes. Because <laughs> you were supposed to finish at 10 past 9. Which I was going to come down at 5 past 9 to say bye. But you'd already finished and packed up by 10 past 9. So you didn't oh, do 24 hours. The, that's because Spreaker only lets us have that 24 well, you hour block. we didn't do 24 block. hours, did you? But we had to finish at 9 a.m. as advertised. Should we do an extra 10 minutes 10 on this show? 10 minutes, I mean. Yeah. yeah. We're like, should we make this the last 10 minutes of the 24 hour show? Because nice. I haven't edited that together and released it yet. So I can just tack this on. Well, no, the end. because I'm not going to be singing, am I? I mean, singing. Mm. Never knew an eyebrow. Who did that? You and him and him. <laughs> when did that happen? Three of us sang that. Really? Yeah. When? I, I didn't sing. I just watched, smiling like a Cheshire cat. 
<laughs> As you oh, that was when I'd been awake about it. 40 hours. Not sure. Yeah. And then you were like, oh, no, we don't know the words after this bit. So yeah. be like, I was listening back to it the other day. And it was like, Ebony. And don't know this. We know the next bit. We know the next bit. I'm like, it's Ivory Bounty. They're the bits we do know. And then, and then there'd be a bit like, for those who don't know why this is funny, um, we sing the song for a brother. I can't believe we didn't sing this this week. I, I can't believe we didn't do it, Steve. What? We always sing this song before every podcast. What, what was wrong with us? Like, it's just a nice little conversation, like <laughs> kind of analysing your own... Well, it was because like, we broke into the song and then I thought, there's loads of people listening that don't know why this song's being played didn't at matter. all. didn't matter. I didn't play it for their benefit. I played it for your benefit. That was, my little thank- that was my thank you thing. And I, did, I enjoyed it. I don't know. It made people cry in the chat. We yeah. all cried a little bit, didn't we? No. You two were in floods of tears. Oh, the way home, I tell you, I had, we gave Sheepdog a lift home. Obviously, this is for listeners who didn't see this bit, but Sheepdog basically invited himself into my car home. Uh, normally, uh, Kev has to throw him out or drive him home. This week, it was like, you'll give me a lift home, wait a bit, I'll see. I was like, yeah, all right. That's <laughs> not how I asked. Have... I said, can I have a lift? I'm getting a taxi. No, you didn't say that. And uh, <laughs> I had no idea it was all right or not, but I figured, maybe we can argue, really. Um, if worse comes to it, I'll do it in the boot or run behind the car. And so we're driving back, and my mum and her boyfriend are saying that Adam had been listening to the show for two hours, and uh, there was points at which he wanted to put his hands over my mum's ears, because she weren't hearing what I was saying, apparently, which I've, I've no idea what that could have been. And uh, and then we dropped Steve off, and as we drove off, my mum went, you've got some really nice mates there. And I thought, oh, I, go, I could do another 24 hours, because I really could have done it at that point. I genuinely felt like invigorated enough to do it. I was all bloody hell. I was knee deep in crumpets by then, I imagine. I could have done another show as I was eating my lamb korma. I was uh, thinking I could do another one. I was, I was up till about three or four in the morning. You're That's insane. And I thought I was up late, staying up till about half ten, eleven o'clock. <laughs> yeah. I felt so lame because I actually sat there and thought I could go online, I could start twitching on uh, PS4 <laughs> <laughs> um, and just put on another show and then I thought actually I might just go to bed so that I feel fresh tomorrow and so I found it out and went to bed I remember having a conversation with Anna about 11 o'clock half 11 where she wanted to murder you Kev you were snoring what, that PM after you su- left explain su- that one <laughs> I suggested that um, that she drag you down while asleep into that Wendy house thing that little house outside <laughs> stand over you with a knife and then kick you to wake you up <laughs> That wouldn't have been as scary as just sitting me in this seat. I mean, now with that window to the back of me, I wouldn't. If once I'm in the garden, once I'm in the garden, shut up. (laughs) Once I'm in the garden, there's no fear. It's being in the house when I'm terrified. (laughs) It's bizarre. If I open that door now and stepped out there, no fear at all. If if I was stood stood there, you'd be frightened. (laughs) No, because generally, generally, I'm bigger than people. I don't. Uh, I can. If I <laughs> shut up. It's oh, my it's biggest, brilliant. my biggest fear, aside from that one, when I was a kid talking to big fellas, um, I was convinced from the age of about, I don't know, eleven through to the age of about twenty-five, that if I went and had a poo in the middle of the night, when I opened the bathroom door afterwards, the undertaker would be stood there. <laughs> I used to have to check behind the shower curtain to make sure he wasn't there. I used to check behind the shower curtain for the guy with the screen mask. I used to freak out that he'd be about. And someone at my secondary school ran around in one of those costumes and that freaked the hell out of me. I um, had one of those one year. I was working at a recruitment agency. We were going on like minibuses, sniffing factories. 
and uh, during your break, you could either go and sit on the work van or you could just have a wander around and have a smoke. So I got back to the work van first, locked the door from the inside, lay on the floor, put a screen mask on, and when everybody was like banging on the door trying to get in, I just slowly raised myself up by the window right next to it, and I just tapped on the glass with a screwdriver. They shit themselves. <laughs> I'm not surprised, you psychopath. Was, acting out scenes from a horror movie. It was awesome. But uh, the downside was I was locked inside a van while there was a lot of then very angry people outside thinking, you bastard. So, um, yeah, but it was funny. It was worth it just for that initial initial scare. Nice. Um, just getting on to games for a moment. Anna, hmm? please stop worrying about Pokemon. It's not 3D all the way through. It's only 3D at certain points. That bit you're on now shouldn't be 3D. Where's that? Yeah. yeah. Confirmed by you, Sheepdog. Mm, there are yeah. huge bits of that that there's no 3D for, aren't there? That's right. Well, what's the problem? She's just um, panicking that she's broken her 3D. I can see her there flicking the 3D uh, button right. back and forth because it's not going into 3D. <laughs> so, yeah, it is just the game. It's not fully 3D. I think it's only 3D for the battles, isn't it? Uh, I'm, yeah, I think that's right. I'm not sure. Um, I remember it being 3D there, but I, have, I think there's other bits like the startup. I think it looks a bit more fancier. It's just when you're walking, the thing comes, like the what road you're on. I thought, oh, that looks pretty. I want to have a look at that in 3D. And it didn't work. So, Sheepdog, what have you been playing this week then, little fella? Well, after the uh, the live show, obviously we got quite a lot of games through from people. Um, thank you again to all of them who, who sent stuff. Yeah, anyone who wasn't listening live, and I guess the people who sent them were the people who were listening live, but massive thank you to all those games that were sent through. I think between the lot of us, we counted about 20 games we were gifted over the course of that 24 hours, which is madness. So thank you very much to all of you who did that. It was absolutely unnecessary and gratefully received. Well, not thank you to the person who sent me Game Dev Tycoon, though, because I've spent most of the week playing that. I've lost a lot of free time. I'm playing it now while I play, while I do the that's, podcast. That's sorry. the best kind of gratitude. Thank you. <laughs> or no thanks to the person that gave me a game that I'm really enjoying and I'm playing a lot. How dare you, you bastard. You, I, you should have bought me something shit, but you didn't. You bought me something good, and now I hate you for that's it. That's how I roll, Bouncy. Now, they know I mean thank you. It is an awesome little game. I'm going to start with that because I've just put so much time into it. My wife came and leant over my shoulder and went, what are you doing? And I was like, well, I'm currently developing Game 34. It's the popular sequel to Game 24. Did you start running out of names after a while? <laughs> Most of my game names were, yug! Um, Zombies Ate My Ass was a very popular game. <laughs> Vroom. I've got a random video game name generator on my phone that I've wow. been using. I had uh, Raw, which was a 9.75 out of 10 game. And then Raw 2 only got 7. And uh, Raw 3 was uh, just completely forgettable. Um, but, yeah, once I unlocked sequels, because I kept trying to, like, I'd make a game. I made Beefer. And I tried oh, to make Beefer the next year. Like, like a cooking game. <laughs> a cooking football mashup. No, um, but then Beefer 2 didn't do very well. So I, <laughs> so I left it 10 years and made Prevo, <laughs> which was extraordinarily good. It, it was, again, 9.75 out of 10. So when I unlocked sequels, straight away I made Prevo, whatever year that was. And um, again, that was the best. That made me something like $150 million. And then, um, yeah, I just started churning out Prevo sequels along with my COD sequels that I was doing on the side of my attempts to try and get fantasy RPGs going, which was never successful. Um, Yeah, I love this game. I I am getting into the habit now. I've I've played through three different um, careers on it completed one of them the other two i kind of gave up when i got to the point whenever i get to the dreamcast era it all goes a bit wrong my company um i always call it sheepy soft 
Um, I'm always a woman on it because you've you've conditioned me now to pick yeah, female. I wasn't, she came when I was playing it the other night. She said, "Why are you a girl?" Playing a game. I'm always a girl. <laughs> I was I was sat there. It was only midway through. I only noticed that I was a girl when um, it randomly gave me an achievement for having a multi-gender um, team. And I thought, well, there's two guys, a girl and me, and I'm a woman. I'm a woman. I'm a woman. And then just sort of carried on. But it does give you a choice at the start, and I just happened to have clicked off male on that. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Now. I'm starting to think, I've never really thought about the genres of games in as much detail as I have now. I'm starting to think, oh, there's those of us I haven't really thought about with this. Um, Make Fallout 4. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, <laughs> I'll make it now. I'll make it before all the other games. <laughs> I'll just start with Fallout 4 in the 80s. Um, I, think, I like the little, the little bits of it I don't get. Bouncy, you might be able to help me with this. Yeah. I only discovered marketing quite late on. Right. So I started doing that. But um, it doesn't seem to have much of an impact on sales. It only gets egg on my face if my game isn't very good. Yeah. The, the best three. way to use marketing is while you're in development because it builds the hype. And providing you, if you then have a good game and good hype, your sales will be massive. And then you get more fans, and then having more fans guarantees you a certain amount of sales in the future. What so, I had, though, was Zombies Ate My Ass Again. It <laughs> <laughs> was the 30th best show at G4. Yeah. Um, it was marketed to hell. Um, it, was over, it was massively, massively hyped. And I did everything... Well, I thought... But making the game, well... <laughs> well, I thought I'd made the game in line with all the other games. And then people just laughed in my face. It got like 7 out of 10, but people just were like, Ooh, and it barely sold. Did you make that sequel to it almost, like, directly after the last I one? I usually about six years. Yeah. I, it, was the next, it was the next generation as well. I think it was on PS5. See, yeah, it could, it could have been that you um, you hadn't... You'd used what worked well on a previous generation on a new generation uh, that has a... a different kind of configuration that works best that's that's the kind of the key to the game really is working out like for the spectrum certain kind of or that kind of home computer area certain genres and certain styles will sell massively well but then you try and put that onto the mega drive it won't work and so it's identifying how to adapt your brand to a new generation so i in my series i had the um it was something like uh dual uh John, James Jordan, or something like that. Dash Jordan. That was it, Dash Jordan. And then, so it was Dash Jordan, then it was Dash Jordan 2, Dash Jordan goes to Mars, Dash Jordan goes to Paris. And I'd keep changing it, and basically, every time I change the genre, I'd just change the title to match it. So it'd be like, Dash Jordan learns to paint. And it would be an arty <laughs> I think. And generally, it would still work. But what I really loved about the game is the one time I didn't name it since I just left it game 38 it went really good reviews despite the really boring name yeah I noticed <laughs> that it went about as good as the name and gave me 3 out of 10 and I thought well how did it recognise it was called game 2 or something yeah so it serves you right for not making an effort and it's that, that, those little bits that that game really excels at I mean essentially it's, it's not that much different to game to story the Kairosoft game but it does have a little bit more of a oh, it's much more in depth than that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, essentially, the game itself is the same game, but it's just how it's handled mm. and how it's presented and how you interact with it is a lot better. And apparently, so. I can only make handheld games. No, I don't know. I try and develop for consoles and PC. Cannot do it. Any old crap I throw onto the gameling. <laughs> um, I did a casual dance game, a casual music game, a casual. 
prison game. Sticking casual on anything seems to make it work. Put casual on a, on a handheld and it will get 10 million copies. So I just make crappy casual shovelware for the Game Boy now. And I'm but now starting to do it on the DS. But there's the thing. How many crappy casual games were there for the DS? Loads. And the Wii. Yeah, but they all get 10 out of 10 and sell loads, so it's ridiculous. They're awful. I, I know I'm making awful games. I feel like a horrible human not. being. You, you, you want to, but your, your development team are just too good for it. Yeah, I might sack them all and do it all myself. I'm currently making Kev Goes to Hollywood, a romance adventure for the uh, NES. Well, um, that would be shit. Yeah? What goes with romance, then? Well, not Kev, for a start. <laughs> <laughs> Action, adventure, RPG, simulation, or strategy. None of them fit that. I don't even know why it's a genre action. on there. Yeah, I put adventure. Yeah, do a romance think. action game. No, strategy. Strategy, do you reckon? Mm. But that'd be like uh, Civilization, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just another thing. I'm not sure if I'm mixing up some of these. I thought Simulation is like Roller Coaster Tycoon, Theme Park, or FIFA. Or FIFA, yeah, because yeah. I do uh, sports simulation. Uh, FIFA was. Do you use the uh, where you analyze a game release a lot? Yeah, because that's like that's the that's the biggest clue on anything. I've never uh, used a romance game before. That's why I thought I'd go with it early on. Right? Yeah. Well, it's always good to get it in there and then see how it tests and how it plays. Because that's like that. Then being able to tweak how much development time you spend on more important areas is something you didn't really get in uh, in game devs in game dev story. Uh, that I didn't realise until too late, really, that that's what I was doing, and so I was getting crappy reviews because I wasn't listening to the focus group. But yeah, all all of that's good. I mean, in relation to the kind of the forum, a lot of people getting on it as well. Obviously, with the price drop and the Steam sale and Christmas and everything else, I've got to get on top of sending out more companies. Yeah, someone hasn't sent me a company yet. I haven't got one either. I was very disappointed. But I, I did. Uh, I, the last sent, I last one I sent out there. The last lot I sent out, I believe, was Boxing Day, and that was um, I think Shadow Lion maybe or someone. But they'd literally put their idea on on Christmas Day. It was like, well, that can wait. Uh, but yeah, I've basically got a list, and I'm, I'm taking from that list as opposed to saying, "Well, you can have Team Seventeen, and you can have Cairo Soft, or whatever." Um, I've literally got this list, and, and as they go randomly number generator, and then crossing it off and taking it out. Make sure I get someone I've heard of. No, it's <laughs> random. I the, like only, to learn. the only I'll two people I've rigged are myself and Wooster. I gave him harmonics just so we could make Rock Band Blitz, and it'd be shit. Because <laughs> I thought that would that would break him, but yeah, it's uh, it's all going really well. And so, if you uh, fancy getting in on it, do jump by the forum, and I'll get onto it soon. While the reviews for Kev's go to Hollywood, Kev goes to Hollywood come in, um, it also mentioned at the end of my game that uh, how many custom consoles I'd use, and said none. How do I use custom consoles? You, you design, you, you develop one yourself. Didn't give me an option to. Have you got you the could, research can... and development department? Oh no, I haven't. Ain't working out. I, I got all the way through and made a fortune, but didn't train any of my people up at all, really. No, you it shows to. how much depth the game has, if that's it. Because that's it. If you train your people up, you can then, they get really, really good at certain areas, and you can unlock more game development. So you've got kind of all your alternate different little themes, but then you have things like 3D high-res visuals, and you'll only unlock that by keep training your people up and getting them to that level where you learn about it. Um, so when you're on like big next gen consoles, this could be why you're the games for. If you're still running 2D graphics or 3D graphics that are from a 16 bit era, of course they're going to look incredibly shit. I was running V5 2D graphics, whatever that means. Yeah. Um, no, you don't want that. Romance and Adventure is a great combination. We've got 6.25 out of 10 now. 
after a lift came around you. I'll check in a second who got the best. Have you one. made Mag- Megastan yet? I did that on the first time I played it, but um, Kev got six point two five. I got seven point two five. The cheap dodge quest. Bouncy being grumpy got seven point seven five, and Anna being evil got five point two. On the best. And Bouncy wins. Sorry. Um, but yeah, when I've not been playing that, I've been working my way through all the other games people got me. Um, I started To The Moon, mm. which seems interesting, but I want to know how long it is, because it's one of those games where it looks like it could be quite quick, but at the same time, I don't want to I don't want to sit there thinking, oh, it'll take me half an hour, and then it takes me half an hour. Uh, hours, I finished it. it, it was about three hours. Okay, cool. I mean, it seems quite funny so far. I'm enjoying the little quirky bits of humour. Yeah, there's also um, a Christmas special. I saw this on the forum, yeah. Yeah, if you but you have to go into the source directory for the game and launch it from there. So you can't launch it from the main game. You basically just go into whatever your drive, you've installed Steam on, then you go Steam Common Apps or whatever, Steam Apps. And then you go in there, find to the moon, and you can launch it directly from there. And it's all set at the company that the two people work in. And cool. uh, on, I think, either Christmas or yeah, I, I, I haven't got, I haven't, I haven't had the time to sit down and do it properly. I know it's only about half an hour, but um, that's really good if, if people are listening. They played through the first one and want a bit more because the second, like the follow-up, which is something like a bird story or a bird's tale, has been delayed a little bit. So he's released this as a little way of saying, "Look, we're still here. Jeez. The company still exists." But yeah, it is. I mean, it's a fantastic game. There are points in it where, considering this is just made with that RPG maker as well, this isn't like somebody. Is it? Oh, yeah, I almost yeah. bought that over the Steam sale. Thought, ah, I wouldn't be able to make a proper game of it. Yeah, no, this is entirely I made that years ago. Yeah, using one of the versions of that. So, if you kind of ever think, oh, I can't, you know, I'd, I'd love to make a game, and uh, that guy did with a piece of software. You should do that, Anna. That would give you something to do. Get RPG Maker on your laptop and make no, an RPG. Thinking, I want to play one. I don't want to make one. <laughs> you were asking oh. me to teach you to code the other day. Yes, to code, not. To, I, <laughs> so bored. I just want to play a game. I just, I just want to lose a couple of days until it's school time. Get into game dev tycoon then. <laughs> this is going to be our our job throughout the course of this two hours. And for for anybody who wants to tweet this in early on on Saturday as well, find something for Anna to play. She is, it, it, she's like a kid five weeks into the summer holidays. She has nothing to. Do. She's played everything she owns. She sat there throughout the last few days of the Steam sale trying to find something, found nothing. She's rooted through all these love film games that I still need to put in envelopes and send out to people. Nothing. She is stuck for stuff to play. She's sat here playing Pokemon at the moment, and it's, it looks like it's breaking. Is that Pokemon, like Pokemon with a capital P or not? <laughs> she just ripped the cartridge out and threw it because it wouldn't let her capitalise on it. Does it let you now? Yes. Okay, and is, is the cartridge okay? So um, I didn't play a lot of To the Moon. Um, I sort of got to the point where I was going through um, the first, I'd say, level of it, just to avoid any kind of spoilers. Seems cool. I'll complete. I'm it. really struggling because I think I've played this, but the only way I can describe it is probably really spoilery. So I can't know for sure if I've played it or not. What are you on about? To the Moon. Well, it's you a could story say, about a man. You could isn't say, it? Yeah, it's a man who's on his deathbed. Okay, yeah, it is. One. I didn't know if that was a spoiler. Off. Yeah, the, the no, deathbed that's man. Pretty much yeah, the first that's five fine. minutes of the game. If, if there's going to be a spoiler. It's going to be later on. Yeah. running over a squirrel and then <laughs> bursting a balloon. Um, but no, I thought, well, I'll stop playing this and start playing other stuff. Um, I accidentally clicked uh, what was I clicking? Uh, 
time, gentlemen, please. And it said previously, and then showed me Ben there, Dan, that. So I hit, hit the X in the corner. I didn't even quit. Just hit the X. Not touching this game because it's a sequel. I'll go to the original one. I had that on there as well. Um, I'm not going to play this. And, uh, unless someone convinces me it's good, I'm not, I'm not sure I've got the patience to play it, which <clears throat> makes me feel a bit bad because obviously it was a good from someone. But I, oh, it's difficult. And not difficult in a kind of it's foxing me. It was just saying things like, basically, it's a point and click, find stuff in a room, wander around. It seems quite funny. I was enjoying the comedy of it. But it was saying to us, the TV's broke, we need an aerial. So I'm going in the bedroom, I'm getting the bits, I've got a pair of scissors, some glue, coat hanger, um, whatever else there was. <clears throat> Go to the living room to the TV, it says, oh, we can use the coat hanger, but it won't work from there, let's put it out the window. So I spent the next 15 minutes trying to find a window, because I just couldn't see the wood through the trees. Turns out there's a poster over the window, I move the poster, the window's there, little alien in the window, they call it a chav, chuckling at that, open the window, Get the coat hanger and just try and stick it on the window. Oh, I'm not going to throw it out the window. Try and click on the edge of the window. Oh, I'm not going to throw it out the window. Try and click it on the wall. I can't stick it on the wall. Try to get glue and put it around the window. I'm not throwing the glue out the window. Try to get the scissors. Oh, I'm not going to throw them out the window. And I just went around like that for about 15, 20 minutes. <clears> and just <throat> thought, I can't be bothered. I don't. I asked the man for help and he was like, I'm not helping you. I don't know what I'm doing. I clicked all around the room, everything I could see in the room, and it was like, no, I can't do that with it. I'm not going to hang a coat hanger off the door handle. What would that achieve? And I just thought, do you know what? I can't do this. <laughs> I was just like, I'm no good at this sort of thing. Um, it has to be quite obvious for my yeah, brain. I, I, if I was going <clears> to <throat> try and convince you, my argument now is just fell apart where you just went, I'm no good at these. That's exactly what pretty much every late 80s, early 90s point-and-click game that LucasArts made was like. I remember the Ace Whereas, Ventura ones and things like that I used to play. Yeah, they were all really obscure. I mean, you think, like, you've got, in Monkey Island, one of the most famous ones was putting a pulley in a rubber chicken. Hmm. And you now have a rubber chicken with a pulley in it. And there's no, there's no logic there. That was the whole point. There wasn't a logic to it. And then when you source it, you think, well, yeah, that kind of makes sense. But it was it was funnier because it didn't make total sense. Yeah, I, I don't mind like I not... like the game very much, but that's because I I love the I love that element of it. But if that's going to frustrate you, I can't really kind of suggest you kind of. The thing is, it. I'm quite broken brained though. When I saw it behind the poster, I was like, "Oh, I'm an idiot." That's quite clearly a window behind the poster. Um, it's just I don't know. I'm kind of I'm looking at I I I think if I knew how to do that, I'd be I'd probably get on with it a bit more and be okay. But I just, for the life of me, couldn't figure out what to do with this stupid coat hanger. And that was just making me feel stupid in the end. And I thought, I don't want to feel stupid. I want to have fun. Yeah, so I, I mean, that's... Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, it's 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 one of those things where, ultimately, it's a case of just kind of go and, and do what you need to do and, and, and get through it. Like you say, when you figure it out, it would it would either be a moment of, ha-ha, that's really, really clever, or... Oh no, that's not that's not so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, essentially, if yeah, I can give you a hint, uh, you on. do need a cable to connect the aerial to the telly. That'd be the cable from the and, bathroom. And uh, I believe yeah, there's cable in the bathroom. Um, so if you if you use that, you should be absolutely fine. Why but didn't I think of that? that what you're really is, if now. you're just sticking a coat hanger onto a window, that's not going to work as an aerial, is it? Steve? No. <laughs> you're so, right. You know, I say <laughs> there's not much logic to it. Actually, now thinking back, probably the most logical part of the game so far. Yeah. 
So yeah, um, maybe go back to it and uh, just try harder. <laughs> <laughs> see, that seems really odd. I think at the time, though, I was having a little hissy fit in my mind, just thinking. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. When you yeah. kind of like, uh, there used to be in those earlier ones, sometimes it'd be like, I can't do that. I can't do that. And you're still doing the right thing, but in the wrong way. And you'd then get frustrated because you'd then dismiss that as a possibility and then try everything else. And like you say, when you click on everything and nothing's helping you, and you just think, I don't understand. What I so yeah, by the end of it, you just want to throw a carrot hanger out of a window in real life <laughs> just, just, just to get it over with. But yeah, uh, I, I do say go on with it because it is, they are, as a pair, <clears throat> a good couple of little games um, and not enough people have played them really. So, but, you know, go through. If not, the other option is get a friend to just give you some hints every now and then. Yeah, I think if I do that, the cheap dog way, I man, I just went bankrupt on Game Dev Tycoon because I accidentally clicked go bankrupt instead of accepting the loan. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> I, was ch- I was listening to Bouncy. My game, ha ha, that sounds good, which is what Bouncy was saying as I typed the name <laughs> in. Um, we'll never see the light of day. No? Nothing good has ever come from listening to Bouncy. Well, now I know that's oh, my truth. Um, although, we'll link in to what you just said to what I did next. When I got frustrated with Ben there, Dan, that, I started up Goddess, which seems like a kind of game I should really, 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 really like because it's, you know, walking around building a civilization up, being God, basically. Um, and I do like a bit of uh, being God. Um, I just want to check that I'm understanding it right, though, Bouncy, because I'm kind of... All I've been doing with it is I'll have two men trying to break a rock and I click yep. it and it explodes and they suddenly believe in me. Yeah. And then I, I've just basically been... I'm like a rolling pin. I'm I've often said that about you. I'm like a giant rolling pin in the sky, just flattening out the earth. So they can build more rockets. And then the, every time I flatten out a nice big pizza shape, they build some houses on them. And then when they run out of room, I flatten a bit more earth out with yep. my rolling pin. Um, which I, I know it's it's not a finished game at the moment, but the rolling pin is a pretty frustrating thing to use. Um, I keep finding that I'm destroying houses when I'm trying to be really delicate and make a bit of extra space. Uh, but, the um, trick I can tell you there is don't click and drag, just double click, and you can drop or lower the level at a time in a big chunk. So, um, I find then all I'm doing, I've clicked around, it says yeah. something like your civilization, your people want to reach the mainland. So, yep. I basically built a land bridge to the mainland. Yep. We got our mainland, um, there's a couple of totem pole things that came up, which gave me extra kind of. I could drag people to certain areas if I wanted them to do certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a um, temple, I think it was, which put me in a battle against a fake person. But they tried to... I'm guessing it's just to show me what it will look like when it's done. But it was like, yeah. oh, hi there. This is my first time playing too. Shall we battle? My name's Amy. And on like that. I kept acting like it was a real person. And I thought, this is really creepy at the moment. But I'm Did you see Jay post on the forum where he was saying, I can't work out how to chat. I was playing with this girl and she was talking to me constantly and I must look really ignorant because I couldn't work out how to talk back to her. And then about two hours later, someone pointed out that that was just the AI. He was trying to, he was sat there messing around in the second, he was trying to work out how to talk to this girl he was ignoring. Oh, that's superb. I didn't see that. I straight away thought, this is creepy AI because um, it just didn't seem natural. And then... His response after it was pointed out to him, it was, well, she did seem to be typing very quickly. <laughs> Yeah, it's just coming up with message, message, message. But um, is the game just me being a giant um, rolling pin in the sky? Is there more to it? Because it, it, it 
grows and grows. So the, the idea is that when you get to a certain point, you won't just have that one little town. You'll have lots of little towns in the entire kingdom or nation or whatever you want to call it. And so each of those will establish trade routes and things. So it's more a case of the big, the more time you put in, the game will get bigger. You'll see more of a kind of an action. But it seems to me that, I mean, it, you have to remember this is, as Peter said when we interviewed, this is still very early on. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I just wondered if it's just a case of at the moment, from what he sh- he showed us at Eurogame, a version of the game that's more advanced than the version that's out now. Yeah. So obviously they they are still way ahead, but they make sure it's stable enough to go through. Now the version he showed us, if you clear the land underneath somebody, they'll fall over and bang their head and rub their head and look around confused as to why the land just moved from underneath them and little things like that. But there's lots of cool little bits that they're putting in, like the PvP stuff. You could like attack an entire village with your finger of God powers and. You could go in and have like kind of you could have it where your people didn't want to fight, but you were making them fight and this piece like that. So they were kind of running around. So there's a long way for it to go. I mean, I so saw you have to kind of like volcano and Yeah, uh, you have to kind of that. you have to kind of just in a in a certain respect, early access games have got uh, like a blessing and a curse because ultimately you're seeing a game develop in front of your eyes. But you also you're making the judgment of the game before it's even finished. I, I was aware it was only a prototype, so I wasn't Yeah, at all. but it's I'm still, you're like looking at it thinking, is it more than this? And then you think, well, is this going to be the game, or is that yeah, going to be? I I and so it's totally that. reasonable. Um, but yeah, as far as I'm concerned at the moment, I'm just loving watching the city, that, like the civilization, develop and, and have wants and needs and then see how I respond to it. So, like when, for a while, I was playing it with my son and we were just making the town and he was saying, can, can I click? So he was bringing the land up and stuff. And then they wanted the land bridge, same as in, in your game. And so I was trying to explain to you what a land bridge was, and it weren't working. I went, just put the land between those two, <laughs> make, make that raise. And then they, they were all happy. But yeah, just watching them and watching them walk around and I just interact with each other and getting the wonder cards so I can try and get some of the little bonusy things. It's, that just appeals to me. I just uh, those cards. Yeah, it was quite Yeah, um... I do tend to kind of dip in, have a few weeks of it, then wait for an update and then go back to it as opposed to just play it solidly. I think when the game's finished, it's the sort of thing I could chunk so many hours into but as it is i don't want to play it to the point where i'm getting tired of the lack of feature and then desperate for another update so this way i kind of like just dip in and out because there's lots of things i can be doing with my time and lots of other games i've got i can be playing so it's, it's kind of nice to just dip in and out and i've yeah i've at no point i think from what you're saying there's no point which you found it's a bad game it's no, just definitely you're wondering not. if there's more to it than what you yeah, ever found i've went because i it does offer the option to read through development notes and yeah. guides. And I kind of thought, after um, getting a bit fed up with the other game I was playing, I, I kind of just thought, oh, I'm not in the mood to read. <laughs> I'm just going to click around. Yeah. Um, but then I thought, am I doing something wrong? Well, um, that's the thing. You can't do anything wrong. Because yeah. even if you dis- if you oh, wanted to, you could drop that entire town into the sea. Because you're God, you can do that. And you'll ha- there'll be consequences. But that's what you can do if you want. What happened so, to mate? You were supposed to be god of this. He is still god of this. Um, I thought sheepdog was god. No, you're god, but he's I'm god, god. Of gods. <laughs> essentially, anybody who plays a game is god, and then he's the god of goddess. So essentially, so what he gets to he decide. Have? Well, the, the whole game is. Yeah, see, you'll love this bit. Yeah, the whole game is is kind of ran from essentially one spreadsheet. And on that spreadsheet, there's a load of different cells, and each cell has a series of values, and those values affect how the game plays. Now, 
today, right now, if he's got his laptop set up with it, GDoc can go into that table, change the values, the entire game changes. So they can produce faster, move quicker, the days can be shorter, the day, you know, all these things can happen and you can influence it. This god of gods has access to certain areas. So he can make moral choices, uh, which will kind of help. Table. Where was this through. table? It's in one of the... If you read all the development notes, <laughs> it will tell you whereabouts it is. It will be somewhere in there. But yeah, it all runs from these values. And those values are changed every time they update the game. So they're balancing out the PvP to make sure the combat's not too strong or too weak. But you can play around with that. So like when you get the finger of God here, you slam into the ground. You can wallop the dead thing. You literally level a village with one finger press. Um, so yeah, so he's got access to some, but not all. But then you've also got access to these. So you can kind of go to the purist and just play it as is, or you can kind of take over control. And that's the whole point. What they wanted was it rather than be a god game in which they set a, a core set of values that you have to abide by, you're god. And how can you be god if you don't have full control of everything in the game? So that's kind of why that exists. Um, and obviously when the game's finished, that will have more of an impact than it will at the moment. Interesting. Mm. Well, I'm looking forward to playing a bit more and seeing how it develops. It's been pretty cool. Um, the last thing I did this week was I <clears throat> got my Vita and played Lego Marvel through my PS4 on it. Mm. And that ran so smoothly. It looked really good, ran perfectly. Um, Where's those ones? I don't know. Is it not? What's wrong with that? Um, I put it on um, the stream there and it was just all, well, at the start it was just all pixelated, then it just froze completely. So I didn't have it on the TV or anything. And because you've got no back buttons, you have to touch the back and like keep forgetting. Yeah, it's not. I, I need the buttons. Trying, I suppose the buttons are the main issue, yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, Lego Marvel just, it ran, it looked brilliant. I was bringing it up right up close to my face to see if it looked because that's what a normal screen. person would do. <laughs> so I just bring it to... right up close to their <laughs> well, face. Yeah, I just wanted to see. You wanted to look at it the way you look at your TV. Because <laughs> yeah. everyone, anyone who's ever, most people here won't have seen Sheepdog watch TV, but he does sit no more than. And I went to mute the microphone because the cuckoo clock died and I hit hang up instead. Yeah, so I was trying to be there. professional. And I watch what you click. A whole company can go bankrupt on the back of the wrong click. <laughs> uh. Sheepy soft was no more in that reality. What were we saying? We were mocking you. Yeah, go on, carry I was on. enjoying that. No, the moment it's past the now. Hot. What sort of person holds a Vita that close to their face? Yeah, exactly, you Kevin moron. Does. What do you mean Kevin does? You do. You, you play like this. That's a DS. Yeah, That's and different. you just happened to say earlier, you'd never seen anybody sitting that close to a laptop. I think you've got a problem with how people sit near things. Uh, <laughs> I, like to, I don't know if you've ever noticed this about me. It's, I like to keep it under my hat, but I like to criticise people. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't noticed. Uh, I'd, well, I've, I wouldn't. I don't like to let on because it's a character flaw I'm aware I have, but I think I keep it well hidden. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely hidden. That's where it's well. Like sheepdog's hair, hidden. But hidden is just vacant. <laughs> um, what were you saying anyway? Yeah, well, um, so I wasn't just. I don't sit with it in front of my eyes, like like <laughs> right up close. <laughs> it sits with it behind his head. <laughs> Stop picking on everything I say. Um, what I was trying to do was just see the limits. Not that I'd ever want to play it that close, but I might be in a, in a cupboard one day <laughs> <laughs> with no room and a Vita just in my hands. 
and might need to look up close. I just wanted to... What are you doing in that cupboard? <laughs> I might be hiding from the knife-wielding man behind you. What, and you think now's a good time to have a game? <laughs> I know, I'll play on Marvel Hero, that <laughs> Marvel Lego thing, but I'll do it via remote play. Then the axe-wielding monster sees the PlayStation 4 turn on and thinks... There's a bald lad in that cupboard <laughs> with a DS pressed against his face. Here, start up in the other room and run in there. Ah. And then I could grab a weapon. You could. You could use the Vita as a weapon. Yeah, exactly. So I was just testing it out. I think my next test is going to be when I'm playing it, I'm going to start a download and things like that just to see how much it affects it. I want to know what the limitations are. See if it works it in are. the bath. <laughs> yeah, well, I always pour water over him yeah. um, just to see. My brother's got one of those supposedly waterproof phones and he wouldn't let me dunk it in a pint of beer over Christmas. Yeah. Well, that's because they're not, like, waterproof for long, are they? I thought you were supposed mm. to be able to throw them in a bucket of water and they'd be fine. What, he refuses to test it, yeah. With a massive screen. It's all screen and no phone, from what I could see of it. And he has to carry it around in a separate bag because it's too big for a normal trouser. Sounds familiar. Big phone. <laughs> but he won't test that it. it's waterproof. He's mean. But, um... Yeah, I played a lot of that. Actually, I say a lot. I played through the level I was on. I seem to play them in one level at a time and then get kind of sidetracked. I don't think I've played more than one level at a time of it. They're just quite long levels. Um, they are, aren't they? I was quite annoyed to find that I turned it off last time I was playing it on a stream, thinking, I'm nowhere near a save point. <laughs> I'll turn it off. And then when I got to the bit I turned it off last time, there was a save point right where I was standing when I turned it off. And I'm thinking, I must have just missed it. So I looked around, I remember looking around, but I just turned it off and didn't save it. So um, they're basically doing uh, the Stark Towers, which is not, still not that far through it, like 4% of the way. But um, I love it, I think it's a really good game. And uh, now I know that it works like a dream on the old remote play, I'll have to... Time for you to get bored of it and lend it over to old Kev. Um, Christopher, you'll like it. Why haven't, why haven't you played it? Why? Because, because you play it on the yeah, we've, we've, we've got it on the 360, but we don't know where the wires are for that now. But it's out on next gen. Why would I play it on last gen? I want to play the shiniest version of it, and I don't want to pay 55 quid for a game we already own. That seems a bit silly. Hmm, I suppose it does make sense. So I'm just waiting for old Sheepdog to pop it over to me for a little go. Um, yeah, maybe a while. Because there's just so many things to play. <laughs> just it is good though. Focus on this one. I think you'll enjoy it, and no, I think we'll everyone find should out. have a look at it because it's just a, just a very all the games we've game. lent him over the years. We can't turn in a favour of just house, one yeah. game. They're all in a pile of mine, aren't they? Yeah, they but um, you'll get them back when I lend Kev this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, go out and play it. It's really good. Can't you won't um, lend it to me? <laughs> I'm trying to think what other limitations remote play could have that. I almost played Battlefield uh, online with it and thought, no, that's just going to lag the game out for everyone and ruin their enjoyment. I had it in my hand and then I put it down and got the controller and said, no. Have you played any of Battlefield in single player yet? No, because you always moan. That yeah. it's well, we did. Just game. play the first level. The first level is awesome. It gets a bit boring and samey after that, but the first level is awesome. Yeah. The first hour is awesome. Cool, okay. Um, I have been playing that online with the crew that play that often. So like solid Bansy crew. And Yoda They're always and on it. Wolfster. Yeah, yeah them lot need to get a life. I've not they? played with Gibber since Battlefield 3. It's quite funny because I only ever hear the man say, All right, sheepdog. And then <laughs> <laughs> every time I speak, <laughs> so um, I said, I went, All right, Gibber. All right, sheepdog. And then I said something witty, yes, I do. And he went, <laughs> And I just thought, Yeah, it's like Battlefield 3. And then he didn't speak again for the rest of the night. Or if he did, I didn't know it was important. He doesn't like you. 
Whenever you're not around, me and him have some quite deep and meaningful conversations. I reckon he's secretly hates my guts. There's no um, secret there. Some of the chats I've had with him, he's not trying to hide it. (laughs) Wolf's just got a different username on PS4. Yeah, he needs to sort that out. It's a stupid username. It's confusing. I was like, who's this? Who's this? uh, What's it? Where'd app start? I don't know. Person turning up that I don't know. And um, It's Captain Cluck or something, isn't it? (laughs) Something like that. Blackface. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we had a good laugh on it. I'm rubbish at it still. Um, well, I, I thought I was getting good at it, but they've all got good, better. Gooder, I, say. I was just saying gooder. They've all got better <coughs> in the week or so I've had off. Um, Barnes is still sniping everyone left, right and centre, as he would want. Um, you need to get on that more, Kev. And everyone needs to go on it. They've, they've got a bloody Battlefield 4 night on Friday nights in the forum. No, he's back claim. on PC again. Blame the Steam sale. Yeah, to be fair, I've been on... Uh, I'll get on to why I'm back on the PC in a little while, but I have promised um, somebody, who I can't remember who it was, I promised somebody that I'll play with them at some point over the weekend. Cool beans. Well, I'll I am up for that. Yeah. Um, tomorrow might not be possible. Actually, it will be. In the evening, it'll be possible. It'll be 110% possible. Not necessarily for me. You weren't actually invited either. <laughs> but... Well, you know... You finished? Can, can you tell me what day this is? So I, can... well, I don't know. I said at some point over well, the weekend. Well, that's not fair, is it? Why? Because it took me four hours to download something that I wanted to play, and now you're saying, well, I'm going to play it. I'm having a TV at the same time. Why aren't you wanting to play something on your laptop? There's nothing to play. <laughs> so so do you, if, you want, if you want the telly, then you can have it, little lady. Well, don't worry. No, we can share it, but I would just like some heads up to say, that you're having the TV. When anyone asks, night, when any, whenever anyone asks me if they, if to play Battlefield, include Anna on the message so that she can tell me if I'm allowed to or not. Yeah. That's probably the best way. Yeah. Um, so what have you been doing other than going completely insane at the lack of games you've got available? No, I'm, I'm not going completely insane. I'm just annoyed that there's nothing for me. You've never really experienced the start of a new generation before, have you? No. This is what it's like. And as I warned you earlier. You've got at least a year of this to come. No, because no, because like March, you've got infamous. that's three months away. Yes, but I know it's coming. It's and then another to... three months until Watch Dogs, and then maybe another three or four months till Uncharted, and that's your lot for this year, pretty much. So you'll you're be only, interested you're in. only saying PlayStation. There's, there's Xbox. What? <laughs> Titanfall, which nope. you couldn't care less about. No, can't care. And is there anything else on the horizon for the Xbox One that we know of yet? No. You're, there you're, is, there's like the CE for that game. I think my point for that game. That game. Yeah, so I wouldn't expect a big batch of games until around about the one year anniversary of the consoles. Oh, so, <laughs> so we need to find Anna a game. That is our goal. We need to find her something to well, play. No, I tried, Otherwise, I tried I'm going to die. I'm sitting there playing it thinking, it's not for me. <laughs> Well, no, it's not for that. It's better no, according it's to not. the best game oh, generation. You should have been here no, the other day. I was so good. Fallout. Well, Fallout 3 Fallout is the second shit. best game in the generation. Uh, not Fallout. New Vegas shit. didn't even make it through to the knockout stages, Skyrim I don't think. so boring, though. What oh, is it to brilliant. do? Where's the guns? Where's the energy guns? You've got magic and bows and arrows. Where's the ghouls? In the dungeons. No, where... I, I, so, the amount yeah. of people that moaned on Twitter that uh, Skyrim won. Well, they should have voted then, shouldn't yeah, they? Yeah, I thought that. Shit. I was just like, I hate it. And I know there's people out there who love it and <laughs> yeah, me. praise it, but I just... I don't dislike it, but 
I just I bought that game twice today. Yeah, but you you don't want you yeah. don't want to play but a laptop lesson just like nope. Yeah, that's gonna I be the next trend on the shopping this. list for her next Christmas <laughs> new laptop for her. She's there, Skyrim's juddering all over the place. Yeah. It looks awful. Bless her. Is, I, she can use my laptop. We'll get it on can the Xbox on again. The, yeah, we haven't got it on the console anymore because we sold it because she doesn't like it and I've got it on the PC. I've got the Legendary Edition or whatever mm. they call it on the PC, so I didn't need it on the console anymore. And then this week comes around and they both decide they want to play it, which no, like, no I only wanted it because it, it was three quid. Uh, I thought I'd give it another go because I had Fallout, but I'm sick to death. I love Fallout, don't get me wrong, but I am sick to death of starting from the start because you've decided you want your PC back. I sent you your save. I don't know where to put that. Why you said you, you, you. I emailed it to you. You emailed it to me. You said some words to me that I don't. I know said what all to... you need to do is create a new like, a new save because that will create the folder to put that into, and then you can drop that into the folder. Yeah, I'm supposed to remember this. No, you're supposed to just say I've created that game now. Can you just put that in the right place? And I go, yeah, of course I can. Yeah, but then I'm going to lose all my stuff. What stuff? The the stuff I got because it was like the best edition. What stuff are you talking about? All now? the add-ons, the the packs and whatnot. Well, I'll buy you them. I could have bought you them in the bloody sale. If that no, had been I have issue. got that. I've got all, everything. But if I start with that, if I put that save from your game into my game, right? All the stuff that I got right at the oh, start. Oh, so you. So the real reason you've had to start again is because you've now got the ultimate edition game of the year thing, and it's nothing to do with me not transferring the save. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so you've played some more Fallout New Vegas as yeah. well, but you're getting bored of it. Not bored of it. I'm just sick of doing. I, I just want to get to the end. And I'm. I've like last two weeks ago, I did all that, and now I've got to do it all again. I'm done all this. You're in the Rezo Gun Wizards Club with Yoda and Gibber <laughs> and a few others, aren't you? What's your high score on Rezo Gun now? Fifty-eight million. She's ridiculous. <laughs> See, what's your high score on Rezo Gun? I couldn't even tell you. I've played it twice. Really? Yeah. Mine's. I was really chuffed when I got to thirteen million, <laughs> and it's not even on my friends list now and I don't know how these crazy wizards do it Quidditch nonsense that's what it is it's Gibber's influence Wolster's another one it's all these it's all these boring smegheads who come on with their high scores every time we have any kind of high score thing it's the same people who come on and spoil everyone's fun I've never been in the top no but bloody Gibber and Wolster I want to block them off of high score lists we need to um... so you don't like this then I don't dislike it I just haven't got time for it I haven't got time for anything. Because like everyone a, else in the world has got no, too much it, to play. No, it takes like half an hour to go from level one to five. Do you know what you were getting? I hated time. this. I was like, no, this is well, shit. Whereas I, I really liked it. it yeah, and you liked it. And then, because I've had nothing else there for all right, get this. I love it now. You're an expert at it, aren't you? Yeah, it was like last Saturday morning after I'd been on the show in the morning. I thought, oh, I need something to do. I was tired. Well, I was wanged it on. I was just on one that day. I don't know what was going on with I think we should find the wires for the Xbox and get you playing Geometry Wars. Because you never... I don't want something old and boring. It's not old and boring. It'll still be gorgeous now. Geometry Wars is a very pretty game. Bouncy agrees. You can tell. It is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful game. I I still still crack out. Was it PGR 4? Yeah. You could play that as an arcade area, couldn't you? I love that. Absolutely. I bought the Galaxies game on the DS just so I could carry it around with me as well. <laughs> it's a beautiful they should, thing. They should do that on iPad. That would have been brilliant. Just they share the company. Com- did. I'm sure they did. I'm yeah. certain you can get Geometry Wars on iPad. If they did, it was not made by Bizarre because they went bust, didn't they, three or four years ago. So 
there is some other no-name knockoff. <laughs> it was old it. enough to run on my first-generation iPad when I had it, so I don't know, it could potentially... Be, I might have to look it up at some point. Um, I, saw, I was talking to somebody about Geometry Wars the other day, and they generally thought it was a sequel to Thomas Was Alone with an RCS element. <laughs> just Where on earth did they up. pluck that from? I don't know. Maybe I just made it up. <laughs> 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 what is Starting wrong with you? Starting conversations with people. Um, you also tried to play Final Fantasy Online, didn't you? Yeah, I thought, oh, I'll get back into one of our MMOs. Can't do one because you took off the laptop, took the laptop off me. And I can't run it on my screen. Nope. Can't run it on the back screen. Nope. You could run it on the desktop. Yes, but that's too much faffing. <laughs> I have to find the wires going to the TV. Then the wires go from the box to the... the oh, we could just unplug the Wii U. I when was the last want... time that was used on the telly? Yeah, but it's new. We need to stay. Yeah, but just unplug the HDMI, leave the PC I, I plugged in all the time. Mario. You're one of those HDMI splitters, didn't you? Yeah, we've got four HDMI, HDMI, <laughs> HDMI sockets on the telly, but they're all so being used now. Every single one of them is used. So, yeah, so I thought, oh, yeah, I'll play Final Fantasy. Put that in, load it, like... My account had been temporarily restricted and shut down. We're allowed to go on that, so we had to go through that five and then... Did they actually explain why your account was blocked? Yeah, just Something felt like blocking you, just to mess with you. <laughs> they knew you were having a bored day, so I thought, I know, we'll mess with her and we'll block her account. Yeah, so I shoved it in, got through all that, and then it was like a four-hour wait for downloads. I just wanted to kill Why myself. Why is it every time you turn I that game on, because you have to I download don't, stuff? I don't turn, I, I play it for ages and ages, and then someone will come or something, and I don't play it. And then all these updates, because like you've got housing on it now, and... You've got the whole market thing for houses. Is this just a standard thing with MMOs? Because it's the same with me with Marvel Heroes. Every time I want to go and play it, I go to play it, and then it starts downloading an hour-long <laughs> update. So I let the update Thanks download and go and play something else. No, um, you just because like I left it on the other day, and by the time it was like we'd watched something, and I was like, I just can't be bothered now. By the time I put the kids to bed. And faffed about. I just can't be able to sit down. And play I've been it trying. It's very intensive that I need to put my brain to it. I've been trying to play Rift for about six weeks now. <laughs> but every time I go to turn that on, it's the same thing. Um, it turns on, starts doing an update, so I just go and play something else and mm. forget I wanted to play it, and I go back to it a week or two later. More and updates. again, I've not even created a character in Rift yet because I've not been able to get that far into so it. I forgot Rift that's even why existed. Is that still a thing? Completely free to play now. See, that's mm. why I want to know when it's you're having the TV, because that night I can play some Final Fantasy. Because I bought a bloody 60 um, upgrade the day before the PlayStation 4 came out, thinking it would be on the Vita, and it's not. It's not till 20 seconds. And you're so desperate you've resorted to playing Pokemon this evening, yeah. haven't you? How are you finding that? I've done all this. What I'm doing now, I did all before, so... Bouncy, have you got any suggestions for what Anna could play? Because I'm genuinely worried that I won't make it through the weekend. X- XCOM. Nah, I, I tried to like convince that. her about that earlier on. Oh, I didn't play. No, I don't know. I, I, the, the problem you've got there, Anna, mm. is um, your kind of frustrations with old-looking games. If you yeah. if you could be brainwashed to just accept six-year-old graphics there's so many amazing <laughs> games i could recommend but as it is well no because like i tried risen earlier well, that's uh, not good that's not good no me. risen 2, risen two yeah, and that's... i looked at it and i was like no boring it looks awful I, and i don't want to do that i don't want to go on about appearance but i just can't be yeah. bothered that when game, i know that playstation 4 there even if it had new visuals that looked like a ps2 game when it came mm. out 
and it was awful. That's that was literally like, oh, I want a really good pirate game. That's why I really want Assassin's Creed Four to uh-huh. just be that game because that's a pirate game. That's but at the time, game. it's like, oh, a pirate game that's stolen the entire plot from Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Man's Chest. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> oh, and it's terrible. What you've got to run around with your shirt off and try and find things on like, Oh, that is that is awful. That's definitely doing the visuals. It's just a terrible, mm. terrible game. And everybody involved in that game should be lined it's up. It's Deep Silver, though, isn't it? Well, they they pub, they published uh, it. Okay. They they're not exactly a sign of quality, are they? They kind of oh, no, Dead, Dead Island, Island was alright. I love them. But then you've also got Call of Juarez the Cartel, which yeah. was dog shit. So you know you, you kind of you get you get the good stuff and you get the bad stuff. Um, Aren't there any JRPGs you can play? I you don't like Final Fantasy? J- yeah, but I don't want to play them. The new one's not out till March. Well, not the new one, but, but you're quite one. narrow in the genre of games you like to play. You won't play sports games. You won't play races. You don't like shooters. In the start of a new console generation, they're going to be the main. The f- yeah, it's going to be shooters, sports, and races. So you may as well rule out the PS4 and the Xbox One until something. Yeah, but they're so pretty, and I want to play them. Yeah, but there's nothing for you on them unless you're going to play that kind of game. Nothing. So you have to look at the PC or the older stuff. Well, there's nothing. I'm just so annoyed that there's nothing out there. You made a start on Nino Cooney and never really got any further in it. You seem to enjoy that for the one evening you played it. One evening. I played it for a week. Well, there you go. Then why don't you play it for another week? Did you say Kazakhstan? Yeah, she did. (laughs) (laughs) Kazakhstan! What's wrong with Nino Cooney? I just... I forgot. Persona 4 is knocking around. Play that. It's great. No. Why? But there's nothing for you to play on them. Yeah, that's not an excuse to, to, you know, if they brought out a crappy shooter game on that, there'd be no point playing that. I want Fallout so badly. <laughs> yeah, but that's in I the want, future. There's even a petition online to sign just so for Bethesda says, yes, we are me. Well, that would make me happy. They're making it. Yeah, they'd have said they no by now. It, yeah. Why would they? They don't need to. Everyone knows it's happening. I just That's I, like the sun sending you a letter telling you it's still hot. <laughs> it doesn't need to happen. <laughs> it yes, would it be does. useful if no. they sent that letter in the summer, so I'd know. It, I need to know. Because there's a, they're making all these Skyrims and Elder Scrolls. I don't give a shit. That, that, that online one's going to fail. Why? Because it will. No one will play it. It's it. hyped up to shit. It'll fail I'll play time. it. It'll fail bigger <laughs> than you. It's like the Marvel thing. <laughs> Not heard one thing about that ever since it came out. And you thought that would be good. Yeah, yeah Bouncy oh, yeah, tells me it is good it. now. I just haven't got Bouncy to tells it. you a lot of things. Look at him. Yeah, and as I said earlier, all good things come from listening to Bouncy. What? <laughs> you said quite the opposite. Don't <laughs> I, listen to him, he's drunk. <laughs> I said nothing of the sort. Any more suggestions from you, Bouncy? Um, I think we're open to listeners to tweet at, um, at Atlas Illusion. Where are we going to find ideas the games? We're I don't want listeners. retro, and I don't gonna, want in well indie We're going to find listeners from for the, the awesome people out there. After at the end of the twenty four hour show, we said if you if you could just write us a review uh, or update a review, we had fourteen reviews. They were brilliant, so awesome, they? and um, you know, so if those people are willing to write more than ten words, opening a separate app. And a review section just to do that. I'm sure they can find two words. You never finished Rayman Legends. It was shit. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. It wasn't. It was awful. It wasn't. It wasn't. What was it? Origins. Hmm. It wasn't what like about, the Origins was great. What about um, the new Mario game? You haven't finished that. 
And that's no, brilliant as well. Yeah, but it's great. Don't get me wrong, but it's just Mario. I've played a thousand Zelda games. on the Wii U and nope. all the 3DS are both nope. great. No, because you stuck on both of them. <laughs> and, the one on, and the one on the DS is awful. I hate YouTube that one. Sim City, go back to that. Uh, Get the update for that. You loved that for a couple quid. of weeks. Well, I'll give you 30 quid if it stops you murdering <laughs> me in my sleep. I've asked you to give me 20 quid for, so I can buy it. Yeah, buy Anna, you, that would just make you more angry. You just talk, I was going to bring this up earlier. Anna spent all that time saying she, about she hates the faff of PC, she hates the faff, she hates the faff. And then ask Kevin if she could get Daisy. Because I've got nothing else to Although, do. Yeah, I, I tried to set it up for you on my modded version. Yeah, but you've got to download this thing. Yeah. You'll download this like, oh, thing. But this the game itself is equally as much fun. Yeah, it's completely broken as well. It doesn't work It's yet. ridiculous But I watch game. it on Twitch all the believe. time and it seems I've been having you, their lives. By all means. <laughs> they have like 25,000 viewers. It's insane. That's because people can't play it. They just have to yeah, watch it. The game is it, the game's a joke. I can't believe that John's been playing it since episode one of the season. Mm, John's a bit mm, And they were like weird. 68 episodes in. And he'll probably slap me around the back of the head for mentioning it. We but... we were listening to that show the other day and he burped. <laughs> he was <laughs> massively <laughs> But um, he did say to me, to be fair to actually, I, I'll stop here and say he did say to me, Sheepdog, when you play this game, don't judge it on the poor attempts to play it that you've had. And that is what I'm doing at the moment, to be honest. But, yeah, but are you playing this one? Are you playing the DC no, one? From what I hear, John's not playing that one because it's so broken. The modded yeah. version is much better. John's told everyone else not to buy it yet because they'll hate it. But I just think it's a genuine, it's just not very good. It's because it's not, the things that Heath said would annoy me about the game mm. weren't things like, oh, that doesn't quite work yet. It was stupid things like you can't do normal things you do in the game. You can't jump. We have already moaned about that. You have to step <laughs> over stuff when there's an opportunity to so step over it. It just makes me feel awkward that I can't do that. Yeah. But that's just me being mental. I wouldn't judge the game on that. I just criticise it for it off air. Um, it's just lots of silly things to it. I just think it's too... I don't know. It's trying to be realistic, I suppose, which is good. But it's just not I think for you at the moment, you need to get stuck into your MMOs, play some Final Fantasy. I can't because get... you've took the laptop away. You can play it on your Final Fantasy. You can play on the PS3. Yes, on the PS3, but not the other Guild Wars. One. You can play on the desktop. Get Rift. Play Marvel Heroes. I just made a military strategy. Diablo. You got sword. Diablo last oh, year. Right. Really? Diablo makes some excellent chicken wings. Exactly. They're the finest chicken right. wings you'll ever no, taste. No, they're too hot. Nah, what do I like? They're Jim Beam wings. Yes, I do. Um, I think you should make a game. All those people we follow on Twitter mm-hmm. make it look so easy. Yeah. You can and sit there and make actually up. been taught how to do it in the past. Not very well. Was <laughs> it reticulating spleens, was it bouncy? Should we do? Reticulating splines. Splines. Can we reticulate some splines? Spleens. <laughs> See, you know enough about it to laugh at him. I have no idea what either of you are talking about. I don't know which one of you to laugh at. <laughs> but yeah, why don't you reticulate some splines? Yeah. I'm going to get you RPG Maker. In fact, that... you found it that funny. <laughs> <laughs> Suggests you should be ridiculous. I'll teach you to you code. You already know how to draw the graphical nonsense. You could make a game in the three months you're waiting for Yeah, infamous. but I'm not very good at drawing. That's my problem. Do you need to be able to draw? I know artists. Kind of. A little bit. I can draw a bit. I'm awful at drawing. We'll buy a graphics tablet. I'll do the art and the coding, and you just do the gamey stuff. People on the forum will probably donate characters that you can do if you ask me to draw you. I don't like that 
Rap. The RPG maker yeah. comes with a load. <laughs> don't need to rap. Go to Dre. What Bouncy just no. said. RPG maker comes with a load of pre-made characters oh, you can yeah. use. That explains why all, all the characters sorts. look like Ares from Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just basically you you skin it uh, using those things and, and build it. But it's all the conversations, all the kind of interaction. That's where you have full control. So, yeah. Yeah. but I'm not very. I need. That's my problem. I'm alright. If someone gives me a project and go, this is what you're doing, give right. me a job, but I can't right. be director. Group project. Let's come up with a game for Anna no, to make. I don't She'll want go make to it. make a game. I want to play a game. Oh, how about... Oh. You, I tell you what, Anna, I've got a challenge for you. It would take you less than a day using RPG Maker. You you are at Eurogamer. You are a sheepdog. You've got to try and find Kev before he goes home. <laughs> That's a great idea. So you could do different people. Like you could put a little Mike Biffle and a little Robbie sat next to him staring Following at him. Sheepdog's quest. Yeah. And he's basically somewhere in the game is a Kev. And each of them will give him a clue as to where Kev is. That's very simple. It'll get you all the kind of elements of making the game. And off you go. And, and everybody who's listening could download it as well because you can release it as a little file. So then everybody can... <laughs> see what it's like to be sheepdog. See who g- we can have a high score table to see who got who found Kev quickest, yeah. or who, who could be bothered, who didn't just go out and throw himself under an ambulance. Or something. <laughs> the real life sheepdog just stood at the exit, knowing that eventually <laughs> Kev would have to walk past him to leave. Whilst Kev stat- sat on the steps outside, <laughs> thinking he's probably just stood at the exit. I'm going to get on the tube in a minute. You won't move about him. Oh, I would. No, you wouldn't. Oh, I really. No, would. you wouldn't. I absolutely would. No, you wouldn't. I really would. Especially, hold on, I would think twice about leaving without him from Manchester, maybe, when I'm his lift home. But when his route home is the tube and the train, and he has both (laughs) tickets in his pocket, I'm not that concerned about... We had his train tickets. Oh, did we? Okay, that makes it a bit more fun. they were a weekend out of date. (laughs) (laughs) Which I talked the man round on the train. Yeah, I'd have been screwed. (laughs) My mate bought them for me. I didn't realise they were two days out of date. He'd have been like a Paul, the other one. Yeah. Bouncy, what have you been playing, little fella? Well, interestingly, on the running order, there's a list of games that I haven't played this week. Well, Raptor tells me you have. But Raptor tells you I have. And the reason is, I haven't been playing games, but I have been farming Steam trading cards <laughs> by loading a game and then putting the laptop down and watching some Danish television. Um, so, <laughs> games like Age of Empires, Age of Empires 2, Age, well, Age of Empires 2, 3, uh, well, so I done. Uh, oh I bought God. them because I saw you playing them. Please, <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm... And During I thought, oh, the... Bouncy's playing them. They must be good. I'll buy them. They're only a quid. No, 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 no. They are good, and I wish I could play them. But I've got a mouse at the moment to play most games. Either that's the thing. Even if the Falcon won't run a game well, it will run a game well enough to get a trading card or two. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've, I've basically been running through, so Bleed and uh, Hotline Miami and all these games. I just basically ran for a few hours each. Got the trading cards, just like every now and then, just kick it with my foot to see if what whether I got any new envelopes, anything new in the inventory. Oh, I've got three items, that's that game done. Shut it down, deinstall, next one on. Um, <laughs> and I've now got three pages worth of trading cards in the inventory. You're meant to. So, uh, the only downside is obviously you can't complete a set on your own without either A, paying or B, trading. But my idea is we've got a lot of listeners, and there are going to be a lot of listeners who couldn't give a shit about trading cards, <laughs> they're going to have them. So I'm now going to say, uh, Kev and I are going mental for trading cards. I love them. I, was sat, I spent an hour just messing around my trading cards last night. I had a couple yeah. of pages on there. So, I sold loads and ended up completing loads of sets. I've got one left in my inventory now. Yeah. 
So what I'm suggesting is if you are listening and you have trading cards and you don't really want them and you see Kevin Roy online, send us a message oh, and yeah. we'll set up a trade and we'll take them off you. Me well, and so Bouncy cool nearly me. went to war the other day about <laughs> some... Um, what game What game was XCOM. it for? Oh, it was XCOM trading cards. He tried to whip them away from me by tempting me with a game. With the it's offer a that, game that had trading cards. With uh, so I'd end up with a shiny new game and some new trading cards as well. It was very tempting. Nice. <laughs> but like, yeah. I now have... The, reject- this, the, the offer was rejected almost immediately. It was, though, because I've rejected. now completed my XCOM badge. I had an XCOM foil yeah. and everything. And uh, I, had to, I sold my foil in the end to fund finishing that badge. I got about 40p for that foil. Bought four said, cards have, with it. I'd have paid 40p for that card. What are you on about? You're mental. Uh, I'd have paid 45p for that card. Oh, I know damn it, it man. Only, only, only you, but not now. Not after, not after you keep blowing me out. I'm fed up a bit. <laughs> so yeah, so if you're listening and you've got a trading cards, get in touch because we really want to do something. I've got a couple of games in the inventory. If somebody's got funny trading cards they don't want, I will swap it for a game. I've got a nice <laughs> shiny game. I've got a couple of shiny games. I bought a few, chucked them in the inventory as gift items for... Um, so just giving away his prize on live show, but forgot about them. So, uh, yeah, if you're interested, let us know. So, yeah, I've basically been farming away. I've finished the badges, really loving it. Um, starting to feel a bit of a mania because during the Steam sale, if I could find a game that had stick that had some trading cards, it was under a quid, I'd buy it anyway. <laughs> and then found myself selling any doubles because I'm getting a lot of doubles in games at the moment, which is annoying me because averagely you get half the cards can drop per game, but I'm only getting like two of eight, because two of them are dropping twice as normal, mm. which is great for being able to trade, but awful, because I've then got to trade and find six and things. Uh, so yeah, so I was buying up extra games. Between the Steam sales starting, and the 100th episode, and all the gift, the lovely gifts from everybody, and since, actually, I've had a few games since that people said, oh, I was listening to the live show, it's always on your wish list, it's, yeah. Sent it over, so I'm now up to I think 48 games added, That's which wow. I'm now up to nearly 450 games in my Steam library, and I think about 250 of them support trading cards. So for the rest of January, I'm just going to be farming these cards, getting as much of a collection. Now my aim is to complete one of every badge. I'm not worried about level two badges. I'm not going to be worried about that at all. Whatever I've then got left over, I'm then going to go back to the community and say. Well, if you if you want one, we've got on the Mature Gaming Podcast Steam group. We did set up a little thing during the Christmas one. So if there's any cards you're missing, I think Simon Lynn messaged me and said, "You can have your three cards." Didn't even didn't even ask for anything back. Don't know what's wrong with me. I should have said, "Yeah, <laughs> trade something." And I just gave them to him, and he, he he nearly got his badge finished, as far as I know. So you know, we're, we're quite. So happy you to want do it. one of every badge that is possible to get? Is that what so, you're saying? Essentially, that's what I want. But so many games are coming out with them. It's going to be a hard task, but I figured if I can get, I don't know, 100 badges by the end of the year, that's a good target. That's I'm not two, allowed badges until I'm level no, 5. No, you weren't allowed to get the um, winter sale ones. You had to be level 5 to get the winter sale trading cards. Yeah. You, can, you were earning trading cards in Skyrim earlier, but yeah. I don't know what they are because it won't let me look. But we'll do now. It's, I've just looked. It's working oh. again. And, right. and every time you make a badge, pretty much you level up a little bit. And then you get five more friends on your friends list, which That's is the other advantage. Because there's a lot of people messaging me saying, oh, I want to be on your friends list. I'm thinking, oh, I don't want it to be full. What's so the limit on your friends list then? I've no idea because I've got so many badges now. I don't actually know what the original was or what I am now or anything. I didn't so know I there was know. a limit. Yeah, well, if they're giving you five more people on your friends list every time you make a badge, I'm guessing. Yeah. 
lost me. Um, so yeah, that's been my kind of big time sort of. How thing. many times did you run through the winter sa- the winter sale badge? Did you just do it the once? Just the once, because then I helped other people get it as well. Uh, see, I'm a monster. I went through it three times in the end. I was sat there yesterday, just frantically i was tweeting about it and everything oh the cards disappear i've still got five in my inventory what do i do do i get rid of them or do i go through the badge one more time i went through the badge one more time i um couldn't find how could i put up a foil one for sale um it said something like the price of it before was like four quid so i thought right i'll stick it on there for four quid it was going at that when i looked at it later on i looked it was going for slightly less but i just couldn't find any way to change my price it just didn't have option you have to delist it and then relist it but i didn't have an option to do that yeah you go to your market and then your items and then they all show up there and you can just remove it from sale where's my market i'm on steam now uh along the top there should be community and then you scroll down as market oh there we go and then you can go in there and your items up sale and then you just remove it it's like a little box thing well, and that's that now because they've said they're all uh, all been deleted anyway yeah but yeah. anything else you do in the future and um, that'll be there so, yeah, uh, trading cards. I've got the Mania 4, which I knew was going to happen. I, I, it started last year, and uh, anything with trading cards, I go a bit mental for. There's a new Tomb Raider um, trading card game on the iPad, and I'm terrified of loading it up. But <laughs> I know I'm just going to get mental with it. So, uh, yeah, so farming. Then I had, obviously, um, we talked a bit about it on last week's show, on the 100th show, that I was close to getting a million steps on the DS. 3DS in a year, and I did it. Um, beat it by about 700 steps, I think, in the end. And so, using a calculation of how long my strides are, I've done just over 500 miles of walking, theoretically. Obviously, some of it will be sitting in my bag, going over bumps, and some of it will be obviously shorter steps or long time steps. Time with or whatever. your keepy with your bag as well. Yeah, or sometimes it's in my laptop bag. Now, weirdly, if it's in my laptop bag, I don't pick up that many steps unless I'm really bouncing around because it's so well kind of cushioned that the DS doesn't move around too much. So I have to kind of forcibly put it in my jacket pocket or just walk like I'm bouncing around. And, uh, yeah, so that's quite um, quite surprising. So I'm going for another million this year. But, yeah, so far it looks like I've done 500 miles. Uh, so I have walked 500 miles, and I will walk 500 more. Just to that be whole the man thing leading up to this gag. To, yeah, just to be the man okay. who bought a PS3 before a PS4. Still going. Here we yeah. go. Well, Sometimes I just want to sack him. I've walked three and a half miles today, according to my Fitbit tracker that is yeah. wrapped around my wrist now. That's yeah. the whole reason I wanted this, because you walked a million steps <laughs> last year. I thought, right, I'm having that. Yeah. Gonna do more than that. I've done seven thousand two hundred eight steps so far. Well, today. I've definitely done more than a million steps because you know, it's only when my DS has been fully charged on me and out. So you know, if you take into account everything, so if you've got something you wear, you'll pick up. Everything. You have no idea how tempted I am to buy you one of these as well because there's <laughs> online friends lists, leaderboards, badges, and achievements all built into this oh bloody thing I've got wrapped around my wrist. <laughs> me and oh Anna no. have both got one. Vimesy's just got one. Um, we're building a friends list and there's leaderboards for who's doing the most steps. It's stupidly addictive and it's going to make us all fit as well. I have to get that. Yeah. Yeah, that's obvious to me. What's it called? Prit stick? Fitbit. Oh. <laughs> Weren't far off, mate. It, well, I didn't want it as anything, obviously. Get a Fitbit. Yeah, I, I would suggest getting one of them ahead of a PS4. The cheaper ones is the ones that you can, like... Um... 
clip onto your phone. They're like 30 quid. It's said by golly. Yeah, it is, but well, why the hell have I not got one of those? Because you, you was like, oh yeah, I love one, but I wanted one like a way because I. I didn't realise there was cheaper options. I just got what you got because you, you got one, and I wanted to beat you at it. <laughs> I didn't do any research into this. No, but you can still you, you can still use the um, app and everything. It was through yeah. the different. I just wanted to be top of the leaderboard. I saw a leaderboard that I wasn't on, and then I saw that there was achievements as well, and thought, right, bang, that's mine. Can't wait for Vinesy to get on my phone. And, yeah. and oh. you know, on the web, um, on the internet, if you go to the bottom, it shows you who and what have earned that badge today. And going all the way across to like loads of people that earned this badge. Were you on there? No, I, I, no. it was when I was setting it up, though. So. I don't think I can afford one of these, so I need get to. Get the £30 one, clip it to your trues. Yeah. Wear it in the shower. Waterproof, apparently. Right. Wearing it on your arm, you just want to get an extra 500 steps every time you have a... Um, we discussed that. Seven and a half bouncy. years, Bouncy. You'll be all right. Seven and a half years. Yeah. Jesus. Um, but you can choose whether to put it on your dominant or non-dominant hand. So I think <laughs> the only reason it asks that is because it's taking masturbation into account. Yeah. I was on about rigorous handshaking if you're like going around, if you're one of those who, hello there, how are you doing? <laughs> you, you could get like an extra 10 for everybody you do. If you, you were meeting, if you were the queen... You get loads from that. Hardly any from walking, but loads from handshaking. Uh, so, yes, that was my one challenge last year. The other challenge I did, uh, which I'm still kind of actively proceeding with, was like, remember I said I couldn't get an Xbox One until I'd hit 33% of my gamer score and 42% of potential achievements. Mm. Uh, I also had, I wanted by the end of the year, 160,000 gamer score, which I just powered through on the last possible day. Uh, I think I got 23 points over. So I've also hit the 160,000. 23 points wasted, some might say. Some people will say a year wasted, frankly, but uh, <laughs> ultimately it was... Those nice people aren't target. listening to this podcast, though, are they? I had a target. I set out to beat that target. I beat that target. And the target, the achievement that I got it was uh, assemble the Guardians of the Galaxy team in Lego Marvel. I unlocked all of them. Rock, Rocket Raccoon was my last one. So that was quite cool. Like, to get that, I had to fly as Iron Man to the top of the tall tower where there was a giraffe stood on it. Then I had to change into Peter Parker and take a photograph of the giraffe. And then I'd take it back to a talking raccoon who was astonished at a giraffe could get on top of a building. And I thought, mate, you're a talking raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a bazooka. What? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was um, that was good. The Rocket Raccoon's brilliant that game because he's got a proper Cockney accent as well. He's like, Oh, oh, I was told. No, he's Australian. Eh? Oh, I was told there's a giraffe climbed up a building. He's like, yeah, all right, I'll go and find a photo of a giraffe on a building. And that was the achievement that toppled me over 160,000. And I'm so pleased it was because it was a proper weird achievement. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so they're my two chances. Uh, some of them unlock as you do, like you'll do a little mission and it will unlock the next bit, which will be a character or a race or something. Sometimes they're tied into something else. But they're all, most of them are findable in the city. Um, there are, like, the Sinister Six achievement is tied to Deadpool missions that you can only do by opening gold doors. And so to get that, you have to do all of those. So you get things like Electro and Shocker and Rhino and those what have yous. Um, but yeah, the, uh, as far as I'm aware, I got all the Guardians of the Galaxy just in the city itself. So yeah, that was quite cool. Um, I'm really loving finding little characters in that. And, uh, yeah, I've I've had to give it away for a week because I've got work to do. So I've given the game away for a week to a friend, and they're playing on it probably now actually, knowing them. Uh, so yeah, so my target now before 
Xbox One is to get to 170,000 games a year. I figure 10,000 would be quite enough as a plan. And then I can buy myself Titanfall and an Xbox, and I'll be allowed to. you set these personal rules? Deal. I've always been like this. Uh, when I was younger, I wouldn't. I'm. See, some people say that I'm on a, a, a kind of an autistic spectrum in that I can't do anything unless it tallies in with a certain number. So I can't. Like, I will count every step that it takes for me to get to point A to point B. I will count how long I will. I will set a time, like a number in seconds, of how long I will wait before I get angry at somebody who hasn't come out of a shop while I'm waiting in a car. And it'll be a random number. It's not like every time it'll be 120. But I'm going to give you until I count 136 seconds, and then I'm going to get cross. And I'll count, and I'll be able to tap on it. I'll get cross on cross until I get closer to the number. And then I'll come out, and I'll be like, yay, didn't have to get cross. So I always set these little things. Uh, I can't eat a sandwich unless there's an advert for a certain product comes on. I set myself a little challenge. Like, oh, I have something to eat next time I'll see an advert for Dulux. I haven't seen one for three years. I'm nearly dead. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, if you only watch TV on demand as well, that's a terrible idea to be living like that. But yeah, uh, it's weird. Uh, but I just, I just do it. It's, it's like that's why I like achievements. I think because it's just giving me a sense of achievement, um, and so I kind of make my own in life and uh, gamify everything. So yeah, buy a Fitbit, bouncy balls, do Xbox One. You need one of these. I don't know if I do. I don't know if I do. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I can get the for the Xbox at the moment. I um, I was filling out my redundancy paperwork and realised I threw it in the bin instead of posting it. Nice. Uh, that I have second, silly. I, luckily, I have a second form because I've made redundant twice in a fortnight. Postbox so, uh, bin you got. The novelty postbox <laughs> bin. That's <laughs> a foolish mistake. I was um, tidying up for Christmas and threw all the recyclables out and picked up the recyclables. So I spent ages filling it out. But um, I, it's a bit of a mystery as to how much I'm going to get because one employee who works in my shop got £117, and another employee who worked in the shop who was on roughly the same shifts got £2,500. Obviously, length of service came into it there, but I've um, I've been there for a few years, so I'm thinking seven, 800 quid, surely. Must be about that, which is, which is a next-gen console. But I really want a PS4 before an Xbox, so I'm hoping it comes through before I've completed my Xbox challenge, otherwise I'll then have the money to satisfy the Xbox need go through. If I get over 1500 quid, I'm buying myself the Titanfall Special Edition with a big figure, just because I would never have bought it for 250 quid without. So, yeah. Challenges are always good. Um, so, yeah. We challenge you to get a PS4 before you get an Xbox then. You have to have one No, you can't challenge me. I have to challenge myself. You have to uh, have one PS4 to get one Xbox. The, uh, the, 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 comp- the uh, thing with the PS4, because I had to set myself condition on the PS4, that was, I had to find a PS4 with three games for £460 or under. I couldn't buy one before I did, but now I've found one. So if I had the money, I can do that. Um, so yeah, you know, you got to have a challenge. You've got to, you've got to have a purpose, don't you? I got called a fanboy on Twitter yesterday because we broke that story about uh, PSN being... First of the breaking news. Mm. Right. Quite impressive. And this guy tweeted Mature Gamer saying... This is why I'm sick of Sony, even though it's not their fault. <laughs> and I replied, what? Doesn't make any sense. Why are you sick with them? And they replied, because of all this rubbish. Well, it's, it's constant. I mean, it's not really constant, is it? Denial of service attacks can happen to anyone, as Xbox, Steam, anyone. It's happened to a lot this week. I was like, yeah. it could just happen at any time to anyone. And he went, all right, fanboy. I was just saying I'm sick of Sony and their bullshit. I went, 
but you haven't said what is bullshit. And calling me a fanboy is a bit pathetic. I'm a grown man. I just want to know why you're annoyed. <laughs> you are a fanboy, though. A massive fanboy. And um, he just went, well, sorry if you don't agree with me, but it's just my opinion, isn't it? Bye. And then that was it. He didn't reply. Every, oh, I, just thought, I hate people like that on the internet. So you thought I'll get the last word on my podcast? <laughs> no, I just wanted. He's to... going to start a podcast now, <laughs> just so that he can get last word in. <laughs> no, I did reply to him something snooty, or not snooty, but more of it. I just thought I'd get a rational response. I'm sorry, you tweeted us. I thought I'd ask you why. You just went on the defense. Stop me. turning our listeners away from us, you monster. I don't know yeah. if he was a listener, to be yeah. fair. You hijacked my bit talking about games to have a go at somebody else for having an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with what? you? What? I don't know what their opinion is. You didn't give them a chance to. You just started getting aggressive, Mr. Seven. I'm confused now. This is turning on me somehow. <laughs> <laughs> People listening are going to be like, that sheepdog and his opinion bashing. It's like, <laughs> that's the last of our five-star reviews. Next week, he'll be like, for God's sake, somebody make sheepdog put his coat back but on. I know there's, on the most recent reviews, there's two or three on there mentioning uh, better without sheepdog. Or yeah, what, What's sheepdog sheep there for? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the title of one was Do We Really Need Sheepdog? No, we don't. No, we don't. We're trying to shuffle him towards the doorway. The only, the only thing we need Sheepdog for these days is paying the bills. That's it. Yeah. I know. And filling a chair. But yeah, so then I thought I'd better talk about a game I've actually played. And there is only one game I've played with any amount of earnestness this week. That's Super Hexagon. Um, because what, what made you play that yesterday, little fella? Well, I had no interest in playing it <laughs> until some little twat sent a tweet that just went, "Your turn," and it was you, Kev, and you'd beaten my. What did you get? Sixty-six point three six. Shat all over your score. So I turned it on. What about half hour later? I beat you again. You ruined <laughs> just, your dinner though, didn't you? I did. I did. Um, I slowly just crept out. I was get. I was gaining like five seconds every time. So I took a photo of it. And I went. If I carry on this way, before this, and that leaderboard still hasn't updated it, it's still down at 50 odd seconds. Really? Yeah. So I don't know what you've done. I reckon you cheated. Just took a photo of somebody else's JPEG. I'm at 90 something. seconds now. What? I'm at 90 seconds. No, you're not. No, yeah. you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. You're at 90 seconds since you last said something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I was carving away. I was like, oh, I'll take a picture. And you went, oh, yeah, but that's still lower than my score. And by the time I read that tweet, I'd beaten the score. <laughs> and then I moved on to the next difficulty level and set a good high score. Now I think I got number three on the tie on the chart. So I mean, I have to move three. up the difficulty now. I've finished that level. Well, no, one. only when you've beaten it again. That, you. Do you, you have to stop playing the harder one when you drop when I beat you? Then so you can drop back down. Well, I, I do go back down. Now here's the weird thing, right? When you've been playing the hard ones for a little while and you go back down, that earlier level seems really slow. It is mental how quick their second levels are. And I think that's how the Jaxal's done his really good times because I've gone back and I can hit 60 seconds pretty much every time now in that first game without even thinking about it. Um, the only time I've had any trouble was like today playing on my old desktop PC because I'm back at my old house. And the, uh, the keyboard is not as sensitive as the keyboard on the Falcon. So there's a I bit shit of a you delay. not, I'm at 30 seconds at the moment. 32. I just broke my record. And that's nowhere near as good as you guys. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. I was just a bit amazed. Nice. My new favourite way to play it, I plugged the uh, the 360 controller in, yeah. and the last time I used that, I was using the analogue stick. But I thought, I wonder what happens if I press the triggers. The triggers work. So I'm oh, now doing okay. it with the triggers. That That's how I added 10 seconds onto my time, uh, by playing with the triggers on the controller. That's it for oh, me. Oh. That's the best way to control it. I'm going to plug this controller in in a minute. And you should. It's really good on the triggers. Uh, 
but yeah, so uh, it's just one of those things. I've had somebody uh, tweet me today uh, who uh, said that he's got, jumped on the bandwagon uh, after mm. listening to the show. I forget his name. Uh, but he did say, would I give him a shout-out if he beat Kev? And I think, well, you deserve a shout-out for wanting to. Uh, Callum Underwood, super cow <laughs> underscore on Twitter, said, uh, uh, having a session tonight, I get stuck at 20-odd seconds, which I thought was quite good. Um, but I said, oh, you know, doesn't matter what you score as long as you beat Kev. He said, what's Kev's score? So I told him, he went, challenge accepted. I expect a shout-out this week's podcast if I beat it. Well, you didn't, but there you go. You got a shout-out anyway, you lucky, lucky so-and-so. Speaking and he's been brilliant. The amount of friend requests I've had this week, which I generally thought, oh, people that want to be my friend. No, they're not. They just want to get on that high score table. <laughs> they just want to beat Kev. Um, nobody has messaged me going, but your score. <laughs> I've just had people going, I beat Kev's score. I'm thinking, yeah. <laughs> Sons of bitches. So, um, I'm so only yeah. half a second behind you. Yeah, so I've played. The first... If they beat me, they're beating you as well. But yeah, well, I don't mind. I've, I've pasted, posted scores on the Four difficulty, four difficulty so far, maybe five. But the hardest one I've got, or the hardest, I think, is something like four seconds. <laughs> Frankly, that was lucky to even get that far. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I, I just don't know how I've managed to kind of just get so sucked in. I can, I can quite happily go away from it, and then after I think, got five minutes, have a couple of goes, but nothing fires me up more than somebody going. Beat your score. Yeah, my mate said that to me yesterday. I, I beat your score and turned it off, and I thought, yeah. <laughs> well, I did. Once I beat Kev, so I did turn the game off again. Yeah, I turned it off chance. when I beat you. I, yeah. I beat you, turned it because off, went and did I something else. I don't need to beat myself. I just need to beat Kev. I don't <laughs> care about... I could be on a leaderboard of 150 friends and be 149 as long as Kev's at 150. I'm happy. The thing is, as well, me and you having this competition, it's like Stoke and Crystal Palace having a rivalry. We're not even in the top 10. It's ridiculous. <laughs> hey, you say that. I'm top three on the second difficulty. That's because four people played it. Beating Proton on that, and he's way ahead of me on the first one. So uh, yeah, I reckon I've got. I can be a contender on this. I want. I want to try and take down the stack of cookies at the very least because he was getting a bit smug, <laughs> and uh, I, I'm I'm trading myself up. I'm, I'm thinking of filming for the YouTube channel, filming like a little Rocky montage, <laughs> where I'm just doing little Working kind of like get some finger weights and things, and just yeah, uh, chasing a chicken around in the garden or chasing the goose. Oh, funny story about my goose. I've, I've mentioned oh, the goose, I'm sure, on the podcast in the past. Well, tell us about goose. it anyway. Who wouldn't talk about a goose? There's a guard goose, basically, down my road. Such and uh, him and I have a very complicated relationship. We Check both want to murder past. the other one. It is basically it's Stewie Griffin and Lois Griffin. That's that's our relationship. We like begrudgingly. I will feed the goose. The goose will eat my food. But both of us would kill the other one within a heartbeat's notice if we had the choice. So the other day, a friend comes over to take me out for New Year's Eve. Very nice of her. Comes to pick me up. Goes to pick me up. Look out the window. Goose is now sat on my front lawn. <laughs> That's way away from its normal territory. It doesn't ever sit on the lawn. Why is it sitting on the lawn? We open the door. She walks past. Absolutely fine. Doesn't react. I step out of the door, lock the door, turn around. The goose is just staring straight at me. Its mouth's wide open. Its tongue is just like flicking up and down. It's hissing at me. And it runs at me, arms, uh, wings spread out, running at me. So I get my laptop bag and I just go to shoo it and smack the goose in the face. (laughs) (laughs) So the goose kind of backs off, flaps back a bit, stops, turns, looks at me. I kind of go, come on, fuck off. And it backs off a bit more. So I go to load the car and it's starting to come down the path. I hear it like down the path behind me. So I'm like, get in the car. (laughs) 
get in the car. I'm really angry at this goose now. So we, we, this goose comes down the path. We jump in the car. We turn the car around. But now we've, to get out of my road, uh, as you'll know, you've got a little tur- a road next to mine to turn around. So we turn around there. We're going to go back out. The goose, by this point, has now walked into the road. <laughs> and it stood in the center of the road. And it's not moving. And it's staring at us. So we drive up to it quite slowly, thinking, goose will move. Goose didn't move. Get to the point where you can only see the top of the goose's head over the bonnet. Goose still hasn't moved. And then you start hearing this noise. It sounds a bit like this, basically. It's like... So we back up, and the goose is trying to attack the front of the car at this point. <laughs> then it comes around the side, looks at me in the window, starts attacking the wing mirrors and the tires, and batting its wings on the side of the car. And we were like, I was like, run it over. Like, I can't run a goose over. Like, Just run it over. It's attacking a car. It's, 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 it's defensive, like wounding. Um, and I was tempted just to swing the door open really quickly all of a sudden <laughs> and drive off. But the situation was mental because we were genuinely sitting in the car and it was like the T-Rex scene in Jurassic Park where it's stalking <laughs> around. I just half expected like a shrew's leg to drop on the sunroof or something. Um, but yeah, so ever, like we drove off in the end and it was like flapping behind us, like running, like when they do the takeoff thing down the road after we like pulled out the road and escaped. But uh, yeah, me and that goose. I, I, I what sat have you spe- done to this bloody goose? <laughs> I fed it. That's all I did. I fed it one day and it looked at me as if to say, are you, you're so patronising. I can get my own food. What's wrong with you? I've lived here for ages before you arrived. Take your bread, shove up your ass. It's all stale anyway. And it just, ever since then, it's just like me and I've decided, and I have to walk past it to get to my bus and I have to walk past where it lives. And it doesn't have to walk past where I live, but it still comes back past my house and just walks up and down my garden. Doesn't go on anybody else's garden. Just dislikes me. And if it sees me through a window, it will get hostile. <laughs> I've been in people's cars and it will just see me. Well, like stop at the junction and it will just walk towards me like all aggressive. Right? So I spent New Year's Eve and New Year's Day very drunk. Bit miserable, bought a drink, got very drunk. Two things went through my head. Number one, I started stealing shit. And secondly, I wanted to plot a murder of a goose. <laughs> So I thought, this is not good. I can't sit here plotting the murder of a goose. This is mental. So at New Year's dinner, I was with all my family. There were my nan and my nephews and my sister and my mum and everything. And uh, I, sat, I just sat as a casual conversation, told them the story about the goose. I said, oh, if only I could get rid of it. My nephew came up with what was essentially a, a watertight murder of a goose. He went, just drown it. <laughs> just hold his head under the water. Just drown it. And I went, but that it wouldn't. It's not very deep water. So this is his. This is his solution, which I could not better, and I could not have made up better. Your housemate works at a leisure centre. Steal her keys, kidnap the goose, take it to the swimming pool, and drown it in the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> and I just said, what? And then leave it floating in the centre of a swimming pool and lock it back up again. And he went, yeah. And it would be a really nice mystery for the newspapers to get into. <laughs> I've just got visions of Bounty in his speedos with his goggles on, <laughs> drowning a goose in the deep end of a swimming pool. Yeah, well, so did I. And I, I thought, actually, I quite like that idea. I'm not going to do it, obviously, because that'd be cruel. But if that goose keeps coming at me, there is going to become a time where it's going to be him or I. Well, you didn't um, smack it in the face with a computer. Well, <laughs> not on purpose. It was running at me first. I was tempted to see if I could get it in the house. Because if I got it in the house, I could just shut the door. It'd be like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where <laughs> that kid goes in the house and Leatherface just slides the door open, 
smacks him on the head with a hammer, pulls him in while he's all twitching. Lure stuff. him into the oven. Well, that's, yeah, I, yeah um, my bloody oven that can cook a pizza to naught to crispy in 35 seconds and then catch <laughs> there. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. That would kill it just on its own. But no, that's I mean, what you want, a, isn't it? I've got a pasta maker. I could feed it through the pasta maker. There's all sorts of things I could shove a goose in in my house, but it's getting in the house accidentally, and it's like, well, it just slipped and fell into a blender, Your Honour. Uh, I don't that, know that there'd be a, a police investigation if you accidentally killed this goose. Who would know? Who would notice, really? Goose, this goose, everybody knows, because it's, it's the aggressive goose like that chases me down the street, so everybody knows we've got an issue. If, there's, like, if it went missing... It'd be me, they'd be knocking on the door. Of. Who would be, be like, knocking on the door? <laughs> the police aren't going to care. It's a yeah, goose. turns up dead. I'd be like, hang on a minute, why is this goose? I don't know if you understand how the police work. No, if it's just dead, if it just died in its sleep, they're not going to investigate. But if it's found, like, with a soda stream, it's <laughs> wedged in its face, there's going to be some report of cruelty. And then they're going to go, well, it's obviously bouncy. He's, he's badish. He's got beef with that goose. Can't you um, feed it bread with sleeping tablets in? And then when it falls asleep, take it into your house, put it in a cage. And then when it comes round, have a man-to-man chat with it. <laughs> just say, look, you don't like me. I didn't have a problem with you. I don't have a problem with geese. I'm just trying to get on with my life. Tell it what's, what's what and then release it back out and just see if that will do the job. Maybe, Steve, you can get me some horny goose noises. <laughs> Again, out. you could that. try that, though. If you had uh, geese... I don't want any more reasons to come up my path. <laughs> if you had goose noises that were like calming Bad geese noises... it wants to attack me. I don't want oh. it to fuck me as well. Just fine. If you type in, um, you know, friendly greeting goose... Cool. Just learn to speak goose so I can just calm yeah. it down. Just speak like... geese to it. <laughs> <laughs> friendly geese noises... MP3, oh. I'm I'd sound like every teacher off of Snoopy ever. That would be that would be. You're listening to the UK's number one independent video gaming podcast. Speaking of video games, Bouncy, um, I noticed you having a long old chat with Honest William. The, is he the fellow who made Stanley it's Parable? Parable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, did he find you or is he a year ago, man? No, on Twitter. Um, well, we sort of followed each other mutually after I met the year ago, man. I was watching you. You were so like, oh, you know. I, Called it tight or something. Oh, yeah. When I played the demo, I called it tight. I apologize. The cuckoo clock went off there. Um, right. Bloody birds everywhere. <laughs> but no, yeah, he, he was the one who just came up to me with a laptop at Eurogamer, hadn't got a stand, said, Have you ever heard of Stanley Parable? And I just went, Yeah. And he went, Oh, well, we've got a new one, a uh, new version of it, rebuild. Would you like to see it set up on the table? I've told the story before. Uh, but since then, we follow each other every now and then. I'll message him. But yeah, we had a little chat. He was talking about. Um, bits and pieces, and I was talking about trying to say about saying yes more as a New Year's thing. And I went, you know, you, when you read all these game of the year lists, people talk about Stanley Parable, and I think I was one of the first people in the world to really play that on a kind of public front, just because a, a hairy, um, quite dapper young bloke went, "Got to see what I've got on my laptop," and I went, "Yeah, of course, <laughs> why not? I'm not going to look at this independent game that I've been through ten minutes to talk to the developer of." Let's go and see what's on your laptop, matey. It might be it might be twenty one ways to cook a goose. But um I saw Stanley Variable and we had a little chat about it. But yeah, he's he's a really nice guy, honest William. Uh, William Pugh, his name is. He's an actor as well as a uh, director. <laughs> Whatever else is on ABC. Singer. Last thing before you do your bit, is he next to Batman's legs on your poster there? Is that a goose <laughs> head? No, it's not. Right at the bottom, in the middle of the white bit. 
looks like a goose peeping over that. It does whole, a little bit, doesn't it? The whole way through Bounce's talk, I thought there's a goose in that poster. Wow. A hidden goose just staring at us. Maybe Bouncy, you were staring at the goose for 24 hours the other day. It was directly in your eye line. I'll get a picture know. of that for the internet, because that is yeah. amazing. I want to see that. Get that yeah. Sheepdog, do it now while I'm telling people uh, what I've been yeah, playing this week. But my yeah. phone's not very good. Because my, um, my list of what I've been playing this week... Basically, it could be Bouncy's list from any week ever. It's ridiculous <laughs> what you've done to me, you son of a bitch. I can't be looking through this now. I don't understand what I've become. Um, obviously, I've been playing my Super Hexagon. Um, off the back of this, um, and you letting me realize... <laughs> Sheepdog's taking a picture of the goose. Um, and you letting me know the name of the guy who made this. When I saw one of his other games come up super cheap on the Steam sale, I bought that as well. And it's just got lots of V's in the title. V, 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 V. Yeah, V, 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 V. Um, that's good as well. It's bloody hard and frustrating. I think this guy just likes to make me swear a lot. I saw you tweet that at him. <laughs> I did tweet it at him because Christmas Day was me just swearing about Super Hexagon. New Year's Day was me swearing about this constantly. But it's swearing in a good way. Usually, when games get me frustrated, I want to stop playing them. But for some reason, he makes them in just such a way that they frustrate the hell out of me, but not quite enough to make me stop playing. And then that sense of satisfaction when you finally figure out the pattern and get it done. Yeah, because the frustration is not at the game, it's at yourself. Yeah. That's that's the key to, to great great games, in my mind. Because there's nothing worse than playing a game. You think, oh, that game's awful. I'm failing because the game's badly designed. With this, when you fail, you think, I'm, I'm, I'm a failure as a human being. But I know I can be more than this. And then you just want to be. And then you are. And then it's still not good enough because there's still somebody else ahead of you on a leaderboard. Uh, well, this one doesn't have leaderboards from what I can tell. Have you played this? I've played it when it was in a humble bundle a long while ago. Yeah. I remember liking it. Like, it's the one with all the spiky ceilings and floors. Yeah, you're basically yeah. exploring a, a planet, maybe. You're on a spaceship and then you're exploring caves and dungeons and different parts of the spaceship and... Yeah, lots of spiky walls, ceilings, floors, and sort of tiny little platform screens that then sort of merge into each other. And you might drop down a hole that drops you through three different screens, and you have to remember where you're going to go as you bounce back up through that hole. And it's just, it's really hard, but loads of fun. And I think it was 10p. Yeah. So for 10p, if anyone sees this at that kind of price again, just buy it because. I want to buy all of this guy's games now. Are there any more that I need to know of? He's done a few. Uh, whether they're all on Steam, I don't know. But yeah, you can definitely... I mean, a lot of his were just kind of released for free. But yeah, he's um, he frequently does stuff in Cambridge. We just go and chat to him and have a, have a cup of tea. And I'm we should go, go and down chat to him. And just go... Because White Spider, who is a friend of the show, goes and sees him pretty much once a month. So I thought we might have to piggyback with him. Absolutely. Get, in, get into the door, just go... You bust. <laughs> you, you ruined you Christmas bust. Day. You ruined New Year's Day. What and I love for you for Easter? it. Yeah, what exactly. What yeah, do you got up your sleeve for Valentine's Day, you monster? <laughs> but yeah, no, um, Terry Kavanagh, if you, if you, not if you're listening, but if you're a listener and you want to check out his games, that's who you want to be looking up for. He's on Twitter, uh, but also look for his stuff because he's very, very good at what he does. I also played Bit Trip Runner 2 because you were playing it a lot during the 24-hour show, and I like the look of it. And um, it's very, very similar to lots of games I've played before. Yeah. But still really quite addictive. It's mm. Basically, it runs for you, doesn't it? And then you're timing the jumps yeah. and things. And it's, and, and it's too music. It's too... Yeah. 
as opposed to just jumping around a random leap thing. There is a, a very short because I love the fact with it that if you fail, you go back to the checkpoint as opposed to lose. They yeah, do get and just immediately go again. Yeah, I like that. You're not showing up on the high score charts on it. Have you not been no. online when you've been playing it? There's only uh, four of us on the high score, and I'm constantly I'd... top one or two, and I like it. All right, I'll uh, get on that tonight. You need to, because at the moment, I'm officially beating you on that in my mind, because you're not on there. At the moment, in your mind? Yeah. Well, I'm always in your mind, beating you. You know. Hold on, Anna's showing me a tweet. I don't know what she's saying. Um, um, just show me later. I don't know what it says. Um, and then, the big one that I promised I would play on the 24-hour show, mm. I think it was on the understanding that you played Call of Duty Ghost, which I don't remember hearing you talk about. Um, but... It went XCOM went down to seven pound fifty in the Steam sale, so I jumped on board on that. Good, and it's bloody brilliant! I love yeah. it. You've yeah. been des- you're just bad at describing things. <laughs> so if you'd have described this the way it actually is, I'd have bought this years you ago. You describe it then, so all our listeners can now go out and buy it. <laughs> um, it's basically constantly. You can't use the word turn based or strategy because I've used those. It's like one big VAT system off of Fallout. Which I described it as. Did you? On the, on the 100th episode. Did yeah, you? I, said, I don't remember that. Yeah. I thought this was something else entirely. Because you've compared it to Command and Conquer. No, and I, I hate stuff it, like I, that. No, I said it replaced. It was like how I played Command and Conquer Red Alert. In that it's a game I could just pick up and play okay. repeatedly. Because as soon as I heard stuff like that. Mm. no don't want to play that but it's brilliant you've got your little squad of and by the way when i shouted out four as a number of units you have on the live show i was just being sarcastic thinking well obviously there's gonna be loads more than four Mm. and i start playing it and you've got bloody four and i look like a genius again but um yeah you've got your little four people and you're just managing your individual people aren't you in your little squad and and you really care about them as well after a while yeah i was gutted when my um when my um, sniper lady who'd been on like 12 missions died yeah. in the massacre of you Brazil them and edited them to make no them I don't dare do that I'd be See, even, I, I I'd did be that mortified. for family members and, uh, and uh, yeah that lasted really well and then when I separated from my wife she was immediately sent into the front lines <laughs> with no defences <laughs> she, she got pushing so I could carry on my save without worrying Brilliant. it was much like you because you had that thing on Mass Effect didn't you for similar similar purposes where you kind of based yours haven't you yes I did yeah and uh, so, yes, the same here. I was just like, right, I want her gone. Yeah. And she, we've done a lot. We've been Mine was with... so scarred up over her face and ruined. <laughs> but it's just because her hair is identical to my ex-wife's hair. So I was like, <laughs> I couldn't have it. I didn't want to just change the hair colour because that just seemed a bit daft. So, uh, yeah, just had her get murdered, which was um, she got killed by these things that turned people into zombies. So then she came back as a zombie and I got to kill her. But then, as well as this awesome squad thing that's big old Vats mode, which is good fun, although I'm quite bad at i'm starting to get a little bit more tactical with it after i read a guide on the internet didn't buy a book there sheepdog you'd be proud of me i looked at books first (laughs) but then thought oh hang on there's none download straight to kindle i'm gonna have to wait for this and i want to play the game later on this evening so i read a guide in ign so i've learned a bit more about how to do the tactics stuff now for example don't race out with four snipers and just rush the baddies with your four snipers nothing else (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's because that's that's what you need a guide to make sure you don't do that. Well, I don't know anything snipers. about this kind of thing. Your snipers not. are essentially the best units of MVP. You need two snipers, really good snipers, because 
you can uh, if you, you there's one of the perks you've unlocked because you go through you've got like a tree of perks haven't you yeah uh, and one of them is you can get extra kind of damage and extra chances of hitting for everybody that can see that enemy or if you've got elevation and there's all these kind of extra stuff where basically you can pretty much insta kill most enemies up to a certain point uh, with a sniper so you just have them up on a bit of rooftop somewhere and uh, you've got these little grenades you can throw that act like a little radar thing that will flash up and show if somebody's behind a piece of cover or a building or something and you can still shoot them which is awesome but my favorite bit is building a little base yeah i love that it's like playing football manager but without football <laughs> i'm managing and, and, budgets and yeah and you've got planning and you've stuff. really got to do it well because you've got to look after the world as well yeah. Apart from Argentina, they, they were the first to drop out. Oh, my bloke was like my my veterans Argentinian at the moment. I've got to do something about that. Just have him killed. I got down to only three soldiers in my whole thing because they just all kept dying. You've got to hire any new ones. I didn't know I could. Yeah, the trick I is figured it out eventually. Yeah, when you get because you can upgrade your squad size as well. Yes, I did that eventually. Uh, what I did is I had four veterans and two rookies on every mission. So at least they'd get leveled up a little bit. So if something terrible happened and I lost all my veterans, my rookies would still have a bit of experience. So they had some useful skills. Yeah, have a little nothing there, worse yeah. than getting in and finding out you've only got like a third of health you used to and none of the, the weapon access and things. Mm. But yeah, I was, I was doing all right until my whole squad got massacred. Yeah, and that, and that happens alarmingly often as you get through the game. Like oh. you'll get, I don't know if you've had any of like the great big like metal walking things yet. Yeah. Um, they just like absolutely decimate me. But pretty much the first time I encounter them, and I have to back out. There's one mission quite early on. You discover an alien base buried in the ground. You make a skeleton key to go into the base. The worst mistake you could ever make is to go straight into that base because <laughs> you're just not ready for it. And the game never in, it, it, like suggests that you're not ready for it, but of course you're not ready for it because you don't know what to expect. And you go in, and it's just full of enemies, and there's just like four of you, and you just think, "What are we doing?" Take a tank, boy. Got all this money, send a tank in. But then later you get these robot things that just act like tanks. So they're nifty. But yeah, no, I'm, I was super glad to see that you enjoyed it. Really and the sad. best, best, best thing is it just works with a controller. Yeah. And not only that, but has the controller settings and you can just switch it onto controller buttons and it just works brilliantly. Yeah. Why can't all PC games do that? Because if there was going to be any game that shouldn't do that, it would be a game like this in my mind. Well, that's if it. this I mean, works so yeah. well on the controller, everything should have controller on it now. And that's, I mean, you, but that's why I, I absolutely love it on the iPad as well. Because you just think about just tapping on the screen where you want to go, tap the, tap the perk you want to use, boff, done. It's, it's just, it works on everything just as well as it should. And yeah, I, I cannot, I think, I was looking at whether we should have done for the site, and we still might have, and the writers bit, but maybe every contributor should have to do like a top five of the generation i would have to put XCOM in my top three without any like starship troopers it is a bit yeah i'm just looking at pictures of it now i'm thinking that's the first game that comes to mind you should have bought it the other day when it's seven pound fifty you were told to as well i think i've got it on beta yeah. on the beta. Say it's on ps plus ps3 a oh, ps3 then sorry uh, you can download that right now so if you're listening you want to give it a go yeah you've got ps plus you can get that for free uh obviously sheepdog you've also possibly got it in your pile of shame the love film more than likely so uh so my routine for the last couple of nights has been sit there from as early in the day as I can playing XCOM on the controller 
And then when Anna starts to get tired and comes and lies down across me so that she can pretend she's watching telly, oh, I'm not tired, I don't want to go to bed. And she's asleep within like three minutes. You're so comfortable and warm. And as soon as she comes over, I take unplug the controller, get the mouse out and sit there playing Game Dev Tycoon until she wakes up at about 2am, confused about why she's asleep on the sofa with crap on the telly and I'm just still sat there going click, 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 click. So that's, that's me sorting out XCOM, then Game Dev Tycoon and that's my evenings for the last couple of nights. And it's brilliant. That's good evening, that is. Yeah. You lie down on me now and I'll play Game Dev Tycoon. And one other piece of news before I play a jingle and we all move on with our lives. I think there's one of these Nintendo Spot Pass things in our pokey little village that we live in. Hey, Because, well, I went out to get a haircut the other day and all I did was get in my car. Thank you very much. I had to trim my beard as well. Found the beard trimmer down the back of the bed. You look younger. Yeah, you look balder. Um, but I've I just called him for weeks. I looked behind the bed. Oh, do it in a minute. Um, but I all I did was get in my car because I didn't have the Fitbit then, or else I would have walked. Got in the car, <laughs> drove down to the co-op car park, and walked into the hairdressers. I and then ignored walked, my calls. Walked walked round the corner to the pet shop. It got back in the car and drove home. And I had ten street passes when I got home. One from Spain, one from Australia, one from Canada. I had none when I left. <laughs> the Nintendo Spot Pass meetup indeed thing was happening. Yeah, well, must be, must yeah be the there must be, but I don't know where it is. It's I, it's somewhere in the centre of Deeping. There is a near the pet Spot Pass. Pass. They're, they're into everything. That pet shop. They yeah. also run a restaurant. Didn't they? No, I didn't. Did but, you know? <laughs> but now I think I need to go there every day and just wave my DS around because I I I blew through the level that I was stuck on on the um, the space shoot E Street Pass game. And got loads of um, of soldiers for my army in the in the battley one. So it was awesome. I'm going there make, every you day. Could make, you could make your own apparently. There is a thing online that if you uh, if you change your router name to a certain name, Nintendo can use it as a as a spot pass zone. Yeah. But I can't remember exactly. Can I do how that at it, home so. without risking everything else breaking? That would be Poss- brilliant. If every eight day, hours we got ten new. Street yes, got ten new bloody street passes through. Mind you, that would spoil street pass a little bit because we'd have it finished. Yeah, in a couple I mean, of I've weeks. not, I've not done it because I like the surprise of going out and coming back. And and the spot passing where you get people from other countries is brilliant. Yeah, great idea. I absolutely love that. So I'm now just looking at a map actually of uh, free Wi-Fi hotspots where you are, just to see whether it uh, would give me some light onto whereabouts it is, but. I've kind of forgotten now how to get to where you are. There it is. Uh, well, I'm going to play a jingle while you do that, and we'll come back to that. Yeah, in a sounds good. Now, back by popular demand, because we've had several tweets about it, I've got the Raptor chart. Now, I warn you, it still doesn't track the next-gen consoles, so if you're expecting to hear that, you're not going to. But we, it well, yeah, it asked me to sync up my PlayStation and Xbox profiles properly. I had to add stuff into my profile names um, and then do a whole sync thing. Raptor was asking me to do that. I thought, oh, is this going to let it track it? But it hasn't. So I don't really know why I had to do that, but it asked me to sync them up. So I've done that. So I'm now properly synced with all my accounts. So whether that's them getting ready to do it, I don't know. But it's all very exciting. So it's just tracking um, PC stuff and Xbox 360. Which brings me on to, if you have, if you are a PC gamer and you don't yet have the Raptor app installed, 
go to raptor.com and download it because then it's going to track your games because it's not tracking the huge amount of super hexagon that's been played this week i tried to find it in the chart i couldn't even find it in the top 50 which would have been like 10 hours and i've put nearly that into it probably so mm. i would imagine it's i must be one of the only people who it's tracking on raptor so you all need to get the um the raptor app downloaded and have it running so that it tracks your gameplay because I want to see Super Hexagon storm the top 10. That was the main reason I put this on there, just to see how many hours had been on that, but it wasn't anywhere, which disappointed me slightly. But I do have an exciting top 10 for you. So 10th place um, is FIFA 14 on the 360, 44 hours. Um, 9th place, Daisy on PC, 46 hours, which I imagine is all John. 8th place, Minecraft on PC at 48 hours. 7th place, World of Warcraft on PC, 49 hours. Sixth place is Battlefield 4 on the 360, 54 hours. Fifth place, League of Legends on PC with 79 hours. Fourth place, Call of Duty Ghosts on 360, 103 hours. Third place, which was a bit of a surprise, was Lego Marvel Super Heroes on the 360, 121 hours on that. Um, second place, Grand Theft Auto 5 on 360 with 142 hours. And first place, as usual, Football Manager 2014 on PC, 186 hours. None of which were me. There. Um, what they've been playing and um, what you lot have been playing even um, let's have a look I'm having a scan through this to see if there's any interesting ones that stand out because we've got like three pages of these again um, Gav has cropped um, up 30 hours on Lego Marvel superheroes with his kid this week so he's one of the main reasons why it's um, up there in third place I imagine um, Jake Body has been playing Final Fantasy 7 because of you Sheepdog you mentioned it yes. so he's felt the need to go and play it um, we've got John Jones has also been playing Lego Marvel Super Heroes, some Super Hexagon and the Daisy stuff as well. Um, bam, 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 bam. Vimesy, more Battlefield 4. Um, and apparently the MGP Battlefield posse is growing every week. And he's been playing a load of stuff that I don't know how to say. What's Deponia? Point and click game. Yeah. Insurgency? Um, it's uh, about somebody who's inside something that's very urgent. And um, The Room 2, and he also thanks us for asking, which I thought was very polite. Um, Wolster's been um, stealing Vimesy's jet ski on Battlefield 4 and playing Chivalry Medieval Warfare on PC. Um, Dean Dangdu's been playing FIFA 14 career mode as Stevenage. Weird. Unless you're from Stevenage, in which case it's still a bit weird. Players a proper team. Players posh. Make everyone happy. Um, Paul Brain's got himself a shiny new Xbox One, so he's been playing lots of Forza 5. And Bloody Simpsons tapped out, which hadn't been mentioned on this week's show until just now. It's the first time in an age that none of you lot have gone on about it. Bouncy, I can't get Claws Co on that. It's driving me mad. Just can't do it. He my also son... wishes Happy New Year to everyone at MGP. <laughs> Shut up, the pair of My son got it, and uh, my other son got the Yeti that sweeps the floor, but he's just decoration. I've got the Yeti. I only need Claws Co and the uh, Snow Con. Welsh Beck has been playing. Yeah, I got that. Uh, <laughs> what have I done? During the live show, I think. Oh, cool. Welsh Beck has been playing did nothing but GTA New 5 still. Did you where you get some free donuts? Uh, what did you get for New Year's? Junker uh, Denby has been Homer's playing Battlefield 4, Resogun, Lego Marvel on PS4, Uncharted Golden Abyss on Beta. Dave Whitehead has been playing FIFA 14, Sleeping Dogs, Skyland of Swap Force, Lego Lord of the Rings. Um, it triggered on my sons today. Bossifology's my... been playing charades. Bit Homer, get Homer. Spiffy a rabbit, Knights of the Old Republic on iOS. Knights of the Old Republic is quite a big game. 
We'll see it does. Um, and the Order of Ortega has been playing too many games thanks to Steam. The highlight being the incredibly annoying but brilliant Super Hexagon and Awesome Noughts. Did we have some sort of influence on that name? Who is the Order of Ortega? Because they, it, during the live show, they followed all of us individually. And then when I mentioned I, them... I believe they are contributed to us. So it's you. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I recognise the logo. The logo looks like something from The Witcher. So whether it's something to do with The Witcher, I don't know. But I could Google it, but the laptop's just, just on the floor. I don't want to bend over. Because a fart might fall out. Nice. And Witip makes an excellent point. Who needs next gen? He's been playing Link Between Worlds and on the 3DS, uh, Mario 3D World on the Wii, and Starbound on PC. Ooh. Have you played Starbound yet, Bouncy? I got bought it, didn't I? You did. Uh, to be honest, like I said, I've been I've been very, 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 very busy these last few days. Um, opening my new shop, getting my new shop ready to open. So uh, I've not really had time to play games, but I think once the New shop, shop is the open, bouncy castle, it's called, I assume. That's a chassel. Yeah. There's eight chassels I can see. Does it yeah. have an official name? The bouncy uh, castle. It's called the entertainment centre. And so, is it a centre for entertainment? It is a centre for entertainment. Is it the centre of entertainment in the Fens? It's the centre, yeah. We, did, we, we wanted big emphasis on the... We could have just got an entertainment centre. That sounds like something for, like VTech would make for a toddler. But the entertainment. So on the sign, is the going to be massive and then tiny little entertainment centre underneath it? Well, I suggested using the letters of entertainment centre to make up the word the. But uh, they said the typography would be all over the place and the, the length of the shop is all wrong. So they, they abandoned my ideas. But I did persuade them to put the Twitter name on the front of the shop. And actually have it painted Your up Twitter by sign It's going to have bouncy ball with a H up to the second B on there. That assumes yeah. Twitter is going to be current. Years time as well, yeah, it's, it's going to be like the shop in Bedford. I That's used the to thing drive past paint, Steve. that you said, We sell it. the internet or get your internet here or something on the outside of a computer shop. We were going to put up a sign that said Came Cheers Best Video Rentals, but we we're worried that it would inspire someone to make some hackneyed podcast. <laughs> I imagine you'd do a thing like that. <laughs> But no, we're all we've got the flooring in. Uh, we've got all the software going on. We've got stock in. Well, we've got ready to take stock. the floors with them. Was it just a gaping hole? No, the floors. <laughs> you could have put a goose like, down there under the floor. You ain't thinking <laughs> now, are you? There's a cellar underneath it, so I dug the hole. It just fell through into the storage below, and I just have to deal with it. Oh, cellars is... under shops are brilliant. I went and I went down in the cellar underneath the estate agents I used to work with. And made a little man cave down there. I had a calendar on the wall, a little chair down there. He's the door to the cellar. <laughs> Just sat in there silently. It was right in. It was right in the middle of the shop floor of the estate agents. The the door to the cellar was underneath my desk, so I could lift up. Like, <laughs> I could lift up the cellar door under my desk and go down into my little hidey hole. I'd have took smoke bombs in and just blow, I'm sick of this place. <laughs> blow a bomb and just fall into the ground. <laughs> They'd be so confused. I did sometimes if I was bored on a Saturday afternoon, especially when my brother used to work with me. Then it used to just be me and my brother there on a Saturday afternoon. There would be times when we'd be in the middle of a conversation and I'd ever so quietly because his desk was in front of me, both of us facing forward. So we'd be in the middle of a conversation and I'd just sneak down into the cellar. Me'd carry on talking to me and I'd be downstairs. You worked in a news agent? Estate agent. Oh, estate agent. I was going to yeah. say, why did you have desks in a news agent? How, how formal do you have to be? <laughs> well, it was an upmarket news agent. So you can read the newspaper you've just bought. Yeah, no, that's fine. You, you only ever sell the homes pages of newspapers. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, cellars are great. Get a cellar door 
behind the, the counter well, the, in the um, shop the, so you can go and the, hide. The shop that we're in used to be one big shop with the one next door, and that used to be a pub, so it's still got the old beer cellar doors where you can just like chuck the barrels down. And I've been crying to just try and get like a curly slide put in. So in the morning, I can go to work, fling them doors open, jump in a slide, pull a <laughs> string that pulls the door shut behind me again, and then I can slip into my clothes like Batman and then come out the other end. And what, you'd be jumping into it naked? <laughs> no. I'm in Carl's journey to work. If that goose is out, you're ruined. It's all right, I had a cold journey. I'd be all right, wouldn't I? It'd all, it'd all be tucked away in its hidey hole. Right, Bouncy, news me. I make it snappy. I want to go to bed. Okay. I'm not used to having to podcast at this late hour. It's gone midnight. I can't believe any, how anyone could podcast from this point on. Stop crying. <laughs> Criterion Games. Um, we, I, I talked about this a few years ago. It basically, most of the team has been taken away from them and made up the Super Studio Ghost. Uh, the two co-founders, uh, which are Alex Ward and Fiona Sperry, they've left to make their own little little thing apparently so uh, that could be interesting i'll be quite keen to see what they get up to because obviously they're the driving force behind the burnout series and and stuff like it so a lot of talent and uh i'd be interested to see what they can come up with um but at the same time sony have patented something that it could either be the best thing in the world or the worst thing to ever happen to sony since ps3 launched um Essentially, they, you know, they're bringing out this kind of cloud-based gaming system mm. powered by Gaikai, right? They uh, have <laughs> a patent entitled Suspending State of Cloud-Based Legacy Application. Now, legacy application is basically anything that's last-gen or older. Um, so if it's a game, it's a legacy app. Um, but basically, what it wants to do is take a game that's old and to make it still popular... You want to put little mini games in there and change bits. And so it's a way of using the original assets to create little mini games to make them more interesting to a new generation of gamers. Which could be good if, like Shadow of the Colossus, you have smaller fights in between the Colossi, or you know, you, you were playing Raft Auto and you had extra missions in there. Or it could be terrible where it's like use the camera on the on the PS4 to put your picture on the head of Lara Croft's butler as you shot him in a freezer um it's all it's all a little bit weird i don't quite know the logic i'm sure it all makes sense when it all comes through but apparently you have to paint put new stuff in old games when the cloud feeling from the cloud not that this is ever gonna happen didn't it by guy kai about three years ago now and i think happened, in, in all honesty um they need to get the console 100 percent first because it is a next-gen console i keep saying this to people they go, oh, I wish they'd hurry up. I want to play my PS. I want to play PS2 games on it. But buy a PS2, then you moron. <laughs> if you buy the PS4 to buy ten year old to play ten year old games running off a streaming service, there's something wrong with you. You've got. A, I want them on my Vita more more so than on the PS4. I think it'd be brilliant on the Vita. Yeah, but it's going to take time, and I'd rather they launch it right and fully featured than just have a load of games. I'd rather they launched it half assed and not working properly the well, way all good games job things you're are. You're not in charge of making decisions. Well, it sounds like I could be in charge of most game companies with that policy. <laughs> well, maybe 
you need to apply for a job. Get get talking to Rob and see if he can put you in touch with that guy who does the Vita stuff. I will. And stuff. I'll tell him I want half-assed and unfinished. Yeah, I'm sure. That's what I pay my money for. As an early adopter, that's what I expect, and I don't feel I'm getting my money's worth. I don't care if you're a doctor from early on. Uh, it's not the point at all. So anyway, moving on. Sonic Racing Transform. We all universally agreed it's an awesome game, yeah? I played it. Well, you should do, because, Steve, it's an awesome game, isn't it? Sonic Racing Transformed is awesome. Oh, it is really good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's come to iPhone and iPad and Android, uh, and it's been riddled with in-app purchases. The yeah, game itself why? costs about one ninety nine to download, but if you want to play it without having to pay for energy every time, you have to pay an extra about 8 quid, seven ninety nine, something like that, to play without having to use the energy. And then there are characters to buy as well, which some of it you can buy with in-game currency, some you can just buy in advance. Um, but... I still kind of want to play the game because I really like it. And it's got um, Hayabusa from... Uh, is it Hayabusa? No, it's not Hayabusa. Yes, Hayzuki. Well, what's his name in Shenmue? I can't remember. Hayabusa. Hayabusa's in Tekken, isn't he? Hayzuki's in Tekken. But he's, um, driving, he's driving either an Outrun or um, some other arcade machine down the road. And I love the, the, the Outrun car is mental because it's just he's got an outrun version of the future in front of him. So he's not driving looking ahead of him, he's just playing a game outrun and he just happens to be turning in time to the, the <laughs> He doesn't even realise he's actually racing, he's just playing no. a game. But in earlier in the early games, the first Sonic racing game, he was driving a forklift, which made sense because there were forklift truck races in Shemu. Now he's just driving an arcade machine on wheels, which is mental but brilliant. And yeah, um, if, we go, if you can have a little go on it now and again yeah. If it was free to download and then there was in apps, I wouldn't mind so much. But when you're paying two quid to start off with, you do think like, mm, I don't know. So I will be buying it when I can afford to, and then I'll give you an idea of uh, whether it's any good or not. If you've got games with gold, there's actually a good game on it this month. There is, uh, isn't there? It's uh, it's Walking Dogs. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so Sleeping Dogs is out. It was out on PlayStation Plus. 80 months ago, but that's not the point. It, it wasn't that long ago. It was it less was than a year ago, I it think, it was on PlayStation Plus. It was a month after release. So it was like November uh, last year, a year before last. So about well, 14 months ago. But even, even That's so, still a massive step forward for, yeah. for Xbox. And someone on the forum made the point that it, it does work slightly differently to PlayStation Plus in that you keep the game permanently even after your gold membership has lapsed. Yes. That so is. that's quite a nice little addition to it. I mean, obviously, most people, their memberships aren't going to lapse, but Mine it's... Has. Yeah, so <laughs> if you'd Mine have still... Ha- well, there you go, then. Both of you, if you'd have got this just before it lapsed, you'd have had a free copy of Sleeping Dogs to keep. Well, I've played it on both consoles. I got it from the uh, second. There you go. Shut up. If you haven't, you've got that. And then later in the month, it's Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light, which is rather splendid co That was also it's on PlayStation Plus about a year and a half ago, wasn't it? It was before I moved in. It was, because you sat there playing it when we had the extra telly in the lounge that oh, I convinced you to move in with. It's better than an eight-year-old. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, mo- it's a step in the right direction and encouraging, and hopefully they'll bring it out on the Xbox One as well, because that bloody thing has been turned on less often than the Wii U lately. The Xbox One? Yeah. Um, There's nothing to play on that. They need to get some of this free-to-play stuff that Sony have got. Yeah. You can get something. Like, there's Peggle on there, and I'm just not bothered 
Peggle was not really a reason to turn a console on, is it? Peggle was the sort of thing that you, you play your toilet. proper game for a couple of hours <laughs> and then you think, oh, I sh- I'll stop playing this now. I'm getting a bit tired or I'm not quite ready for bed. I'll have 20 minutes on Peggle before I go to bed. But if the console's not on, you don't bother turning it on. You play Game Dev Tycoon with a sleeping woman on you instead. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. Always kidnapped. Um, right. <laughs> the other day you got bought Deadpool on Steam, didn't you? I did. I completely forgot to talk about that. I have played the first couple of hours of it. It's really funny. I mean, the gameplay is a bit clunky, but it's actually properly funny. The the little intro to that is up there with one of the best intros to a game I've ever played. It's like the comics. It's brilliant. Well, if you wanted it digitally, you can't get it now. It's been withdrawn. Has it? Um, Activision basically licensed the Marvel license. So um, the Amazing Spider-Man game, the um, oh, what would it be? It'd be the fight, uh, X-Men Destiny would be another one, wouldn't it? Origins Wolverine would be one. But all the Spider-Men, all the X-Men, and the Deadpool, I think, are the ones that cover it. Uh, also, Capcom have withdrawn the Marvel vs. Capcom games as well from digital. They also won't now be coming out on disc. So if you see these on disc and you want them, get them because they won't be around for forever. And uh, yeah, so you know, can no longer get those digitally. So you got that just in time. Oh, that was probably why it was reduced quite so heavily as well, because mm. they knew it was like the last bizarre. And then just to round out, staying with comic book related news, um, you'll remember I was totally unimpressed with the Arkham Origins DLC where they just gave you the origin kind of fighting the ninja ether stuff, which essentially was just a challenge map with a bit of story. Uh, they've le- they've relaunched two little images this week through the official Batman Twitter or the game's Twitter account. One is a Humanitarian of the Year Awards invite where you allowed you're invited to Wayne Manor in Black Tie Ball, and the second one is a statue uh, with uh, the Humanitarian Award in question with a diamond held in the hands, which should if anybody's a massive comic book fan, they'll know exactly which villain this ties into. Uh, but if you're not, it's then frozen solid to a table. So uh, it does look like we're going to get to play around in Wayne Manor fighting Mr. Freeze. Which, hopefully, because I quite like the Mr. Freeze fight in City. I thought that was quite good, if not very well kind of panned out. I, I, and I quite like the idea of stalking around the corridors of Wayne Manor. That's also quite exciting. I want to see if Alfred's um, ham is kicking about as well. Because all the way through Arkham Origins, he's basically saying, you, when you go to the Batcave, you can talk to him. And he'll say, I do wish you wouldn't go back, sir. I've got this ham ready. And you're like, oh, well, all right. And then like, like 20, 30 hours of the game, he's still going on his bloody ham. <laughs> so I'm like, hopefully on the table, right in the centerpiece, this massive, great big ham. Um, but yeah, which also reminds me of a funny cracker joke. that what My nephew got his cracker, which I think was a little bit inappropriate as a cracker joke. But it said, uh, if pigs keep choking on apples, why do they keep eating them? <laughs> and I just thought, I don't get that. And then my, uh, I kind of read it again. I thought, oh, yeah, because they're always on the table with an apple in their mouth, aren't they? But for one inappropriate thing for the dinner table, just like, yeah. Pigs keep Probably the apples. least inappropriate thing you've ever said on the show, Bouncy. <laughs> I, ex- I, was I thinking, doubt that very much. This is about to get cut out, and then you come out with that. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, the least inappropriate thing. Yes. Oh, that's, that's, oh, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'll allow Definitely. that. But for a Christmas cracker, you don't expect that. You expect a proper joke, don't you? Not really. I told, I told my favourite knock-knock joke. Um, I 
talked about this? I think we talked about this on show about my interrupting cow Let's joke. Let's assume we did. Yeah. Um, but I told that to everybody this, this week as well while drunk. And it got lots of laughs. And I stole a load of ham from a New Year's party. Smoking it out like a ninja. Massive big handful of ham. Then there was too much ham, there's too much ham to eat, so I ended up throwing it on people's rooftops like a weird Santa. <laughs> What's he talking about? I um, I'm I don't know. Ham. What is he talking about? Ham. Um, he's a hamburger. He's a new job. All I've heard him talk about for the last five minutes is ham. Maybe you've had a listen in Papua New Guinea this week. Oh. They always track it on the old world domination thread on the forum. Not Greenland, though, is it? Yeah, if anyone listening is going to Greenland, can you listen to us while you're there? Hey, anybody that's played Plague Inc. will know that Greenland will be the last place we get. Because that's like the final boss of Plague Inc. I actually emailed Visit Greenland and friended a load of people on Twitter and asked them to listen from Greenland. And they all just ignored me. <laughs> just, it was a strange <laughs> EastEnders extra contacting them, asking them... To do something that no normal person would want to do. Uh, you know, do they have electricity in Greenland? I yet? tell them that it's for a bet. <laughs> That's how we get listened to in Greenland. Start being really, really insulting about Greenland. <laughs> Greenland sucks. Yeah. We hate you, Greenland. Get it to the point where Greenland tourists' information feel the need to step in. If everybody. Don't everybody, go to Greenland, it's shit. Everybody. Why did you have to say that? If everybody just tells them, I can't believe they said that about you, Greenland. We don't have to say anything at all. Now they're going to know you called them that. Yeah. But yeah, everyone tweet Greenland. And just say, I can't believe they said that about you. Tweet Greenland. Greenland. Well, I'm not going the to tell The country is people. on Twitter. If I knew who to tweet, then I wouldn't be in this predicament. But yeah, that's 117 different places worldwide. There's a list on the forum of all the places that haven't been ticked off. Um, if you would like to go there on your holidays and listen to us. Have we been listened to in space yet? Um, I'd like to. Yeah, there, Anna. I've had us listen to from the English Channel, but that don't count, does it? No, Africa no, would be a good place we to have send people. Uh, I've got somebody that goes to Africa, so I'll get them. Eritrea has that been used? Oh, how would I know? That yeah. sounds made up. Don't Iran, see. Turkmenistan, and uh, no E, Uzbekistan and well, Uzbekistan's not even in Africa. I'm not talking about Africa now. In the Middle <laughs> East, they're all good. If you want to get to the Middle East, allow. Sorry for asking you to check one because I've got somebody who's going there soon. North Korea would have been as well. ideal. Is this in the news? Or we yeah, I've just I assumed you'd finished. News ended once I started stealing ham. Yeah. So that is the news done, is it? Yeah. Cool, you could have made some news or something. What a light what a slow news week, Bouncy. You said get on with it, so I cut half of it out. Oh, all right. Cut out all the good bits and just left it being about no, ham. There weren't, there weren't any good bits. Uh, was, interesting. Was the only other bit is a massive rumour that um the major secondary character in the Fallout game is going to be Three Dog, which I don't oh. believe, but that would explain certain... That activities. would explain why when we emailed him, he said, I, I can't talk about anything, I've signed a non-disclosure agreement. Mm. Yeah. Which, again, you know the game's coming up, because he said to me in the email, I can't mm. talk about anything to do with Fallout <laughs> games coming what, out. What, he said Fallout well, games? No, he said, I can't talk about any, any future projects because I've signed non-disclosures. <laughs> when we were him. talking about Fallout 3. And I thought, well, ooh, is he in it then? And it can't follow on. It wouldn't follow on from the save anyway, would it? So there is a, a, a petition. I'm not sure where it is. But the I internet. Found, it's on the internet somewhere, and I've found it. So For what? For them just to just to say yes, and that 
they're making. Just googling it now, it says they've announced they were making it. Because mm-hmm. uh, he, he want? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> just to round things up, the most right, important thing any of you can do, and do this now, urgently, as you're listening now. Please, please, tw- please tweet at Miss Lelujo with some suggestions of things she can play. AD, no need to tell her about Doom. Um, Hamhock, PS3, she has one of them. <laughs> you don't need to tell her just to play PS3. And any of the anyone else who has their usual hilarious on-running gags, um, no, this is serious. My life depends on it. She needs something to play this weekend, or I won't make it through to next week's show. If you haven't got an answer... Then just go to that list of countries and tweet all of them. Just say, I can't believe Mature Gamer said that about your country. Buy yourself a book of how to speak in Greenlandish off oh, of maturegamerpodcast.com slash Amazon. Because um, then you can tweet it in their own language. I tried that. It doesn't work. I used a, well, you got a book, an, did an you? English to Greenlandish no book, translator. No, you did that via the Amazon link. You should listen to Mature Gamer. Probably should have bought a book then, shouldn't you? From MatureGamerPodcast.com slash Amazon. One of the um, Minecraft books. They were in town I yesterday. I hope you just went... <laughs> She goes, oh, me and my friend, we're both going to buy it. We stood in the store already for 10 minutes. And they wanted to buy it. And I go, don't tell me she can buy Was it just to wind me up? Was that why they did it? I don't know. Because <laughs> if, if so, your kids are brilliant. Um, if you're going to Lesotho in Africa, that's a good one. Make sure you listen to Bits and PCs, Night Shift, and of course, Best Thing From. And I am going to collate together all the different chunks of the 24-hour show and put them as a link in order on the forum. So you can listen to that all the way through. A lot of you have been asking if it's going to make it to iTunes or not. Um, it won't make it to iTunes in the state that it's in now because it's full of copywritten music um, and none of us have got the time or inclination to sit and edit a 24-hour show to take all the music out. And we had a little listen to bits of it earlier and a lot of the stuff in between the songs for parts of it is us talking about the songs we've just played or are about to play without even necessarily mentioning what the songs were. So without the music in, there are huge chunks out that aren't going to make for very good listening. But... Unless we're asked to remove it, we have no intention of taking it off Spreaker. Um, so you can listen to the full 24 hours by going to Spreaker.com um, and listening to it through because it's bloody good. 24 hours of that. It's good. That, the last three hours of that are as good as the first two, in my opinion. <laughs> I think the last hour and a half, when we realised we were going to do it, we all we rattled well, through. All the bits I'm not on. People tweeted us and said um, over half of it is good stuff and then the rest of it is still fun it's yeah I'd say fun. yeah over half of it was us yeah. playing songs and the other half of it was us <laughs> talking but I think um, what they the, the, the general feedback has been if you take out the songs and you take out the absolute slump we had about 4 or 5 a.m. ish yeah. the rest of it's really good well it's apparently. your fault they did it hey? you your fault and then you were you're like you've done this 24 hour show and you know how hard that was and then you want to do a three peaks in 24 hours. I'd like to see I you try. can't do that. We used to have he, um, it's not going to happen. <laughs> he did redeem himself for making us do the show, though, by getting one of my personal heroes on there from the complete I got everyone a personal hero except you because you didn't come on it. Excuse me? <laughs> I got him a Excuse hero. Excuse me, I got where, hero. I was, where was I in the morning? Nobody got me a hero. I was in the ILS We're blog. your heroes. We had to get AD on to keep the alphabet going. Kev doesn't begin with K. A C, sorry. <laughs> to cover yeah, the A. <laughs> <laughs> Chapman does. I got I got Anna Freddos. They're your heroes. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't talk to them on the show. Um, Jay we got on. He bought you a T 
teapot full of booze, I suppose. Is a bit yeah. In your eyes. And a um, fishbowl full of booze. He just buys you a lot of booze. <laughs> the man likes to get you drunk, clearly. He should get you a bowling ball full of booze. Why isn't that a thing? Probably is in some circles. It was in The Simpsons, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, they, they were know. smuggling it, weren't they? He was brewing it in his thing and he would send oh, it to yeah. the bowling alley. That's where he nicked it from, you thief. Keep your iTunes reviews coming in. As Bouncy said, we've had loads this week, and it does make a splendid difference. We had a nice little spike in the listener numbers off the back of them, and, of course, doing the 24-hour show as well. And actually, looking at the figures, all four shows have had a nice little spike in listener numbers this week off the back of the 24-hour show. Um, so we've done, our, we've done our bit for the year for bits and PCs and night shifts, so they can stop whinging at us now. A lot of these people need to check out Best Thing From. I've yeah, we were looking at... up the numbers and the IP addresses and doing a head count and... Well, more to the point, I was looking through, there's a thread on the forum, people saying what podcasts they listen to, and they say, oh, listen to all three of the mature gaming ones and all these, and very few people mention Best Thing From, but Best it's Thing From... gaming one. Oh, we're wounded. Yeah, but there was, loads, no, there was loads of stuff on there that's not gaming ones. People are just listening to all the podcasts they listen to, and hardly anyone on the forum seems to listen. So <laughs> that show gets more listeners than either of those other two shows. From elsewise. So, who the hell is listening to Best Thing From? Greenland, probably. <laughs> Fucking Greenland. They've yeah. probably seen all my tweets and gone, well, right, we'll check what podcast is on about. They've clicked my name and they've seen I'm the host of two shows and they've just gone for the one that they can understand yeah. the name of. I wish these people would actually go to a topic. I, I listen to it and I don't care. I don't <laughs> email, care. there for most of it. Email kevinsteve at gmail.com. Let them know. That's not our issue. This is mature <laughs> gaming now. <laughs> no, that's them lot. Who, those, those handsome <laughs> two who were here before. The handsome it. tall man and the little bald fella. <laughs> we no, did say I like we're to gonna, hear your gonna... wacky thing so I can, when you come home in the evening, I'm like, you ain't doing that. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Most you... of the wackiness comes up in the first half. No, in the best bits is when you get on about the actual topic. Cause yeah, then but some I weeks. know. No, because like the money thing, when you go on holiday, you put in envelopes. No. Some weeks, we don't have an hour's <laughs> worth of content to talk about about the topic. We have to riff. Yeah, exactly. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at MGUK Podcast, or I'm at Lelujo. And I'm at RB6K. I'm at Miss Lelujo. And I'm at Bounce Ball and you can also find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash maturegamerpodcast or you can email steve at maturegamerpodcast.com I've just had a load of random musicians following me on Twitter Have you? <laughs> I've started a band <laughs> <laughs> it's just really bizarre yeah it's just like musician after musician after musician was that what you found with yeah have, have we, you started a band earlier yeah, on you know it's just what it a is, load steve? of musicians added me I think you're Phil Collins <laughs> <laughs> Well, whatever music forum my username is accidentally been put on, that seems quite funny. It just keeps going. That was what the vibrating was a minute ago. <laughs> Have they caught wind of the fact that you are writing a song at the moment? They haven't seen the drum part. Mm. Or heard you singing constantly throughout the 24 hours. That's show. probably it. They're probably all looking for lead singers. Yeah. I'll have Paul McCartney on in a minute saying. Someone his did. Voice is someone did say one of my highlights was Sheepdog singing. And I think I was thinking, what? That bit at the end where we're both singing, but then listening to it back over the course of this week. No, you sang a lot. Yeah, I sang a lot, a lot in that show. There yeah. was the, the um, hashtag, let sheepdogs sing. Did you not and see yet, that? And yet, weirdly, the best singing I heard all week uh, was followed by a drum solo. There was somebody singing Meatloaf and then this massive, like, kind of cacophony of drums. <laughs> yeah, that's our best thing from this week. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was as good a piece of singing as I've heard all week. How dare you? <laughs> See you next week, boys and girls. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.